Cast episode 25. This is the Worldwide Weaves Anime Edition. I am your host, JD, from the United States of America. The United States. Doesn't feel so united these days, but luckily I'm joined here by two amazing hosts. One is a guest. We'll get to him. But first, the host that knows the most, all the way from Norway, Tori. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Nothing exciting's happened. I'm just doing the usual, which is nothing. Ooh, you keeping up with this season's anime? Well, yes. Not too exciting? Not really, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm the, well, this season's been kind of, even the shows that I've been looking forward to, they've kind of been dropping off, and now all I have left is Darling in the Franks. Mid-season lol indeed is in full swing. Even the, uh, even the hype Megalobox is falling off. Well, that's to be expected with anime these days. So let's go, let's move on to our guest host, Jay Silva, all the way from the island country of Australia. Jay, please tell the wonderful audience who you are and what you represent. I am Jay Silva from the Murder Island, known as Australia, and I represent the Smackdown podcast, but we do a weekly recap of professional wrestling, which is usually awful because WWE is a thing. It certainly is these days. And why don't you tell everybody, what was the anime that you chose for us to watch for this podcast episode? Well, you told me it had to be over a certain age, and I figured, you know, I've got this on DVD. It should be pretty decent, and I chose Slayers. Turns out it wasn't decent. As a little hint for (laughs) the cast ahead. (laughs) Ah, <laughs> uh, we got a we got a good episode uh, for us on this um, on this one here. We got uh, we got a question that was proposed by a listener that we'll we'll get into about uh, romance anime. So we're hitting that again, and then we'll get into kind of the great debate of the '90s, which is the Pokemon versus Digimon discussion. But we're doing this a little bit differently. We're gonna we're gonna focus on uh, kind of the the first movies representing both uh, Pokemon first movie and Digimon movie two thousand War Games, not the original first one, the one that came uh, after the series. He means Summer Wars, people. Yeah, sure, Summer Wars. <laughs> and then we'll get into Slayers from there. The Slayers, by the way. <laughs> it doesn't get its title. It's just Slayers. <laughs> that is a title. It doesn't deserve its title. It's just Slayers. 
Uh, well, I had quite the week, guys, if you don't mind uh, me telling this little story here before we get the podcast going. Sure. So, uh, as you guys know, I am uh, quite the bowler, bowling, you know, the 10 pins and all, the, the giant oily balls on the hardwood. Haha, uh-huh, jokes. I got you guys it. with me? You guys with me so far? No. Yes. I, you lost me. Yo, I lost you. Where'd I lose you? <laughs> you lost was it the hard you balls or the hard wood? You lost me at bowling, and I just felt my interest dropped. <laughs> yeah, is there a bowling anime, J. Dave? Uh, no, no, not really. <laughs> but there's a bowling manga or manga. There is. Yeah, you're right. You showed me that, Tori. Yep. So, uh, Tuesday, I, I bowl twice a week um, outside of practice and tournaments. Okay. Uh, Tuesday night, I figured I'll go, you know, I was feeling in a good mood. I'll go a little early, have a couple beers before bowling. Uh, on the way, a guy, uh, cuts across two lanes, uh, from a parking lot and slams right into my car, uh, driver's side door. Right? Nice. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Naturally, uh, he gets out and say, I hit him. Even though... Uh, as one always does when you get in an accident, it's never your fault, even though I'm on the main road and he's coming out from a parking lot blindside and Yo, hits on the side of the, the door. Right? Yeah, they do not watch riding bin. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? He drives a freaking dodgem car. <laughs> Uh, but luckily, I was uh, coming off the Retro Gaming Podcast playing a lot of Burnout. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that game. <laughs> I am. Uh, for those I listening, it's... It, yeah, for those listening, it's a game where you purposely try to come close to hitting every car imaginable. So I was, my, my dodging skills were, were, uh, were increased, you might say. So, corner of my eye, heart skips a beat, you know. And um, I was able to, to steer just in time to the right. Uh, he did come in contact. His entire like front right bumper was totally off the off his car, dragging on the ground. And uh, turns out, as I went to the mechanic the next day, that they were able to just pop the pop the impact right back out. So now there's just a little paint damage. Um, but the story. So from what I'm gathering, you drive a plastic car. Uh, all cars are plastic these days. They're not the monstrosity metal. Uh, death machines from the 60s and 70s anymore. Shame. <laughs> Where the engine, yeah. if you go on a head-on collision, the engine will pop through the steering wheel and kill you. <laughs> Good times. I mean, the airbag's there for a reason, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. That'll, that'll, that'll stop a metal engine. So, uh, get out of the car, and I had immediately called the police to file a report because I'm like I gotta go bowling I gotta get this shit done over, done and over with I don't want to hear anything this guy has to say um so he goes we don't need to call the cops involved in this and I go well they're already on their way and because of where I live the cops showed up in like 60 seconds it was almost immediate <laughs> <laughs> like we were hardly out of our cars and exchanging information so I go I want your license and insurance and he goes well, I don't need to give that to you and I go yes you do um, and I plot my license on the, uh, the hood of the car and I don't pull my insurance out yet until he presents his. Well, 
He fumbles around in his car for like five minutes. The cop is there. He can't find his car insurance. And he pulls out like the title to the car, his inspection record from like two years ago. And then he finally finds it. And even the cop goes, you don't keep it in your wallet? It's like, no. <laughs> like, that's a dumb question. <laughs> well, of course, why would you keep it close? Right, why would you yeah, keep so your car insurance on you when you're driving your car? That'd be stupid. <laughs> it's like driving without a license, you know? You don't need that. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so he finally finds this thing and gives it to me first, not the cop, because I don't know why. And... And I look at the cop and I go, this expired in December. So we're in May right now. He's technically driving with a suspended license. That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, well, I, uh, this isn't this isn't the right insurance. Because it's, it, it's not even the right insurance for the car he's driving. On top of it. It's for like so this. He's driving like a Ford, blah, blah, blah. And like the license says it's for a, um, like a Golf or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was for, like, the, the, the insurance was for a Cadillac, but it was expired, and he was driving the Chevrolet, like, version of a PT Cruiser. Smooth. Basically a shit car. And... <laughs> uh, cop then goes, all right, well, let me let me confirm that you have insurance. Uh, let me give, give him the license, everything. Within, like, ten seconds upon, I guess, putting the information in, he goes, sir, you need to go in the back of the police vehicle. I already called the tow truck. We're going downtown. Like, whoa, what, just, what the fuck just happened? Tow truck is like right around the block. Immediately comes and picks up the car on a flatbed because they always do. To get more money. Uh, and the cop just goes, uh, you can go on your way. Um, reports filed. Here's your copy. Like immediately of the of the number and everything. Um Go show up to a mechanic tomorrow, get everything taken care of. This dude was arrested immediately. So he must have had, like, a warrant or something for his arrest, or at least a ton of unpaid parking tickets. <laughs> Isn't it illegal, though, to drop that insurance over there? Um, well, technically in Rhode Island, apparently it's not illegal to drive without a license. You just have to be, you just have to have some record in the DMV of you taking a driver's test. As 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 some people have informed me, I don't totally believe that. That was uh, my cat jumping all around the apartment. Uh <laughs> Good kitty. Ruin Good kitty. Recording. Ruin the recording. Um, so I go I go right in the bowling. Uh, and yeah, my my uh, my left elbow was a little dinged up from the impact because uh, I had my arm on the on the rest, and that's where the car hit. So, uh, you know, it was it's it's it was tight for a few days. Um, so I go bowling, I'm all pissed off, I'm all hyped up, uh, second, I'm, I'm drinking, um, uh, telling everyone the story, how the dude got arrested, and they're like, what the, when the fuck does this happen, like, three days ago? I was like, no, it happened, like, 30 minutes ago. <laughs> um, why are you here? You hurt your arm, dude. Yeah, they're like, why are you here? So, uh, second game, I go, the front eight strikes, and then... Everyone starts, you know, gathering around to watch and getting all antsy and asking me, like, have you ever bowled a perfect game before? I'm like, no, I've gotten close like 13 times. Something always ends up happening. And uh, I drop the ball in the ninth frame. Just falls out of my hand. Just, it, you know, shit happens. And then I strike out. So, uh, and I was posted on Discord and everything, like, almost. Huh, I missed again. What a shock. And, uh... 
talking to everybody. The very next night, I go to Wednesday night tournament, and um, one partner doesn't show up. The other one is all, all in this like hissy fit mood because we're facing off against three uh, collegiate bowlers, all Americans. So think of like rising stars to be pros. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, one of them goes to University of Nebraska, another goes to Arkansas or went to Arkansas State, and then another goes to like Weber State or something. They're all all American so bowlers. Why were they in Rhode Island? Because they live in Rhode Island, and it's then the schools and schools over now. So they're right. back for yeah, the summer. Yeah, goes to goes to shut up, not American. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Right. Yeah. So so college is over right now. It's summer break, so they're back in Rhode Island, uh, doing this doing this weekly uh, tournament league. Um. The the so the first couple games very competitive, and then the third game rolls around, and I get the front eight again. And it's a battle between uh, two two of the bowlers on on their team. The the uh, the third person wasn't doing as good, but still very competitive. Um, not, I hit the ninth frame hard, so the tenth frame is up. And if you know anything about bowling, the tenth frame you bowl on the same lane three times to finish out twelve strikes for a perfect game. So I go up for the uh, first ball in the tenth. And as I'm setting up, the guy on the guy, uh, the guy on the lane in the le- uh, to the left of me goes on the lane and picks up his ball as I'm taking my first step. So I'm like, "Well, shit!" So I, I, I um, think of like a golfer and someone like yells in the middle of your swing, you know, very distracting bullshit, like motherfucker type moment. And bless you, Happy Gilmore. Unless you're happy Gilmore, where you where you <laughs> where you want that shit to happen, right? Um, so I put my ball down. He bowls. I'm all, uh, you know, I'm 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 not letting it get to me. You know, I've been in this position many times before, but I've never finished, right? I always something always happens, just like the night before. And uh, at this point, my my left arm is like super tight. Uh, got a nice little bruise going on the bone from the car accident. Um. Two lanes over now to the left, same people. Uh, as I'm taking my first couple steps, guys mirroring my motion, so very distracting uh, for a bowler. So I put my ball down, I look behind me, I go, could you guys please just let me bowl my 10th frame? <laughs> Did you stop? And then, so they go, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, not as many people around because it's a it's a much bigger league everyone's concentrating it's much more competitive uh and i just go i get the first two like immediately bang bang last ball i throw it and i immediately walk two lanes over and i'm yelling come on ball get it it hits hard and then i i woo like rick flair jump in the air a little bit and just yeah Fucking A, I did it! Because it's eluded me for over 25 years. It's like the one bowling thing I've never done. And immediately everyone comes, gives me handshakes, what have you. Uh, waitress comes over, you want another beer? I'm like, yes, and I want a shot of tequila immediately. <laughs> and that began a heavy night of drinking. 
And to finish off the story is the team, my team actually lost that game by one fucking pin. And I looked at my teammate and I go, what was your fucking problem? <laughs> <laughs> like, I literally could not do any better. <laughs> it's like, what did you do better? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, sure, I can do that. <laughs> yeah. So tournament sanctioned 300. I finally do it. I get fit for my uh, my ring um, this coming week. Uh, I, I got first place in the tournament for the night. Um a lot of the night after about midnight got a little bit hazy. I remember going to a strip club, seeing some titties bounce. Uh, I didn't get home until like 8 a.m. 8 so it was a night of partying, to say the least. I was super happy. My brother called me from Australia. He's living in Australia right now doing cult stuff. Whereabouts? Uh, Perth, I think. I was like on the other side of the country. I don't care anymore. <laughs> well, you wouldn't be able to see him anyway. He's busy doing Jesus stuff. That's pretty cool. Eh, no, it's not. <laughs> it's a matter of perspective, really. I mean, if you want to be in a cult, that's fine. Define a cult. Uh, I know what a cult is. Don't bother doing it. Let's just move on. <laughs> so I'm very happy. It's been a. It's been a. It's been a good week. Um, fantastic. I had to share it. Uh, I went from car accident to getting a 300 game and winning money. Uh, car turned out to be fine. It's. It's just one thing after another of just good luck. So, I was a little bit long, but man, I was just so excited I had to share. The next week when everything starts going downhill, you know why. Well, you know, I did turn 30, so this is obviously the peak of my life now. Uh, it's all downhill from here. I can only uh, eat Arby's and, and uh, get closer to death each and every day. We're all inching closer to death, dude. Don't <laughs> worry about it. Uh, so, moving on. Tori? Um... Hang on, but before okay. we move on, dude, did I did I tell you what happened to me last week? No. No. So, How could you not tell Tori what it? you did last week? Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. I'm talking to both of you, but all right, moving on. <laughs> um, did... All right, if you're going to cook on a stove or like an oven or whatever you're going to do, would you check to make sure that it's clear before you decide to do what you're going to do? Like cleared of what, grease or whatnot? No, it's like nothing's on it. No, nah, why would you do that? <laughs> can't be asked. We've got to save time, you know? Yeah, obviously. I um, keep my pans so on there. I, visiting... I can't be bothered to put them away. And be... <laughs> nice, nice. Well, I was visiting my um, sister and her husband uh, last week, and he didn't bother checking what was on top of the stove, and he decided to cook my 3DS. <laughs> oh, that's what you meant. <laughs> Wait, what was your 3DS doing on a stove? It was the only free PowerPoint that I found in the house. Is it an electric stove it? or a no. gas stove? It was an electric stove. Oh, so it just like melted into the stove? <laughs> the best part about this is, dude, like the back battery case and whatnot is all melted and it looks and feels like sandpaper. But after about half an hour and I put it in the freezer to cool it down, I turned the thing on and it freaking works. Perfectly. No damage at all. Oh, wow. That's like the Game Boy that survived a, uh, like a, a missile blast. It's made out of Nintendium. What do you expect? Nintendium? <laughs> From the planet Zanzibar. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. And then on Wednesday night, I went to a Seether concert, which was a lot of fun. I drank alcohol and had banged in a mosh pit. It was fun. Well, I haven't heard of Seether in years. <laughs> Dude, it was fun. 
Don't judge me. It was fun. Or <laughs> do you have any fun stories? Uh, no, no, I do not. No, nothing fun happens here. Well, you want you you finished Basilisk. You could do that's a fun uh, story, right? Forever ago. <laughs> All right. What is Basilisk? What is Basilisk? Well, Basilisk <laughs> is a 2005 anime by Gonzo. <laughs> That's your you already lost my attention. Just <laughs> <laughs> All right. Basically, go on to uh, the next part of this. What are we up to? Did you mother support not? <laughs> not yet. There's romance to be had first. <laughs> uh, nah. But yeah, no. But Basilisk is uh, like I said. I'm still doing my quest, and uh, the last show I finished on my quest was Basilisk, which is like I said, 2005 anime. I also, and it's about. Um, like it's this uh it's this ninja story about two uh two warring clans, the uh Koga and Iga ninja clans. Mm-hmm. They have been at war with each other for like four hundred years and they're uh but they're no longer able to fight because of the uh like uh yeah the retired shogun has ordered them to stop fighting. So mm-hmm. they can no longer fight because of the peace treaty. But that is an old and they're all beginning involved in a ninja game to determine the next leader, the next shogun, or whatever, whatever. I don't remember exactly what it was, but, you know. So, uh... How important could it, it possibly be? I mean, technically it's very important. But... It's not the plot of the anime or anything. Like, it's not the plot all. So, what you have is you have this, uh, you have uh, from the uh, uh, Koga clan, you have Genosuke, and uh, from the Iga clan, you have Oboro. They are in love. Are they really, though? They are really in love. Like, super They're, in love? Like, I'm gonna marry you, and we're gonna unite the two clans. Ooh, kind of in love. Dirty. So, I'm looking at what are <laughs> potentially pictures of this show on Madman, which has now been discontinued. Um, mm-hmm. It looks generic as hell. It is absolutely a, uh, <laughs> a ninja story. It's absolutely a ninja war story, and you know what? Sitting down, I've heard good things about this. I've heard people like this show, and for the record, I like this show too. It's fun. There is no, there is one thing though that is absolutely gonna slap you in the face with how serious and dramatic this show wants to be, and then all of a sudden the ninjas are about to fight. You know, they're gonna use their ninpo techniques, and I'm like, yeah, okay, I've heard of this before. And all of a sudden I'm like, Naruto, is this you? <laughs> because. God damn it, the abilities of these people. It's like both uh, Genosuke and uh, Oboro, they they have abilities related to their eyes. Oboro, she is absolutely a waste of space and useless. She cannot do anything. However, her piercing eyes can can destroy any Nimpo technique whatsoever just by looking at them. No one sounds like the forbidden shotting gun from Naruto. <laughs> I know that's why I said it. Uh, and you have Genosuke. He has uh, he has so... his ability with his eyes, in which anyone who tries to get to uh, cause him harm, if he looks at you, you can no longer cause him harm. Instead, you kill yourself. <laughs> that escalated quickly. <laughs> You try to you try to chop him in half. That's funny because like when the first time he gets attacked, there are three random people that just jump at him with their stuff. Like, We're gonna kill you! And then he looks, he opens his eyes, looks at the tree screen, goes like black and white and shake, and it's like, oh, he's activating his abilities. His eyes are glowing, and they're all just start screaming. They're like, ah! And they put their swords to their neck, 
and they just fucking drag the sword through their neck, blood gushing everywhere, chops their heads up. And I'm like, ooh, I like this. <laughs> so maybe mature Naruto. <laughs> I wouldn't exactly call it mature, but it is violent as hell. On a scale of 1 to 10 violence-wise, like... Is it super violent or just like mediocre violent? To put it this way, what uh, uh, I want to say, like what uh, another well, former host of the podcast uh, said it, and then I would agree, it's it's Ninja Scrolls, but not quite as violent. So it is not there in the, it's not on a scale of 11 when it comes to violence. It's on a 7 or 8, I would say, but it's, it's way more violent than Naruto. So, you know, if you like Naruto and you want to see blood and guts, watch Bathlist. <laughs> so a good comparison might be then the original Berserk series? Uh yes, but you know, it's more silly and not as dark. Right, right. Yeah, I'm yeah, seeing I'm watching the trailer here uh in the live stream and there's some swords going through heads and eyeballs and what oh, have yeah. you. There's some there's some other weird abilities as well. You had this one guy's like I mean, the writing in this one is pretty poor in my opinion when it comes to especially the abilities and how they work in fighting because you have one guy he is literally only decided to be the direct counter to like two people because his ability is if he touches salt he turns into this fucking goopy mess that <laughs> is literally literally like about max 30 minutes away from death unless he gets water so you oh, know weird yeah <laughs> it's, it's extremely weird it's like what kind of ability is that however it's the direct counter to another guy uh who is a fat guy but he is like He's like rubber. I, I don't quite. Is the other guy it. glue? No, he's not glue. But <laughs> what what happens? Because this guy's since this guy's rubber, like you can do whatever you want. People try to ch chop him with their swords and whatnot. And he, it, the sword just like lodges into his neck, and they're like, "Ha, got you!" And it's just it's like you didn't get me. You didn't even scratch me. <laughs> but then this guy, they fight, and this guy obviously turns into his goopy mess. So he goes inside of his mouth and kills him from inside. It's like. That's the kind of things we're dealing with here. It's oh, like, weird. It's like, this guy is clearly written to be just the, like, to just be able to take out two people. That is his only purpose in this show. And there's a lot of that, but you have other people. You have the Kamaitachi dude who can blow winds out of his mouth that are so hard and that are so sharp that they kill anything. Uh, you have a guy who can do the same thing as Genosuke. Uh, he's blind. I think he learned, I think Yonosuke learned his ability from him. Uh, you have a chick who is so horny for uh, for Yonosuke that she want, wants him uh, more than anyone else. And because of that, she has just turned into literal poison. Because any man she is with will die from her poison. <laughs> so It sounds know. like it took a lot from One Piece. Yeah, I'm looking at from a lot of stuff like this. But I'm yeah. looking at the manga for it too. There's only five volumes, so you know it sounds like it was super successful. <laughs> I mean, it's successful enough to have a uh, to have a second season that is going on now. Yeah, like so. eleven years later. <laughs> yeah. No, like know, fifteen you know, years like later is when they made Revolution and Evolution R. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> uh, you know, but no, honestly, like I said, I actually I actually enjoy Basilisk. It's not a it's not a great story, and it bounces it bounces a lot from being trying to be serious and trying to be funny. But just as a just as a, in general, like if you just want to see ninjas doing crazy shit, uh, like uh, trying to exterminate each other, right, and eventually succeeding, uh, then you know, Basilisk is there. 
it's it's a fun watch. So nothing else was. What was your initial reaction to the powers? Did you think they were cool or just kind of a rip, ripping off other things? Did it come out of left field? Yes, because you have these two people that are meeting and they're like, oh, we're going to fight. We're enemies. We're going to fight. And I'm like, okay, cool. I wonder what they're going to do. And then the, the old man extends his foot so far. It's like, fucking rock. Okay, I don't I don't understand. He, like, his foot is just going all over the place. And this other guy's rolling up into a bowl gaining super speed, flying up into the air, and I'm like, that came out of nowhere. <laughs> like, what I was a- expecting ninja fights, but not Naruto. <laughs> what <laughs> about Naruto what about the romance element from, the from like, the start? Does it kind of tail- tailor off? Well, here's the thing. Uh, when you are introduced to these characters, they're already in love. It's not like you meet them when they meet. Okay. They're already in love. They're trying to... Com- they're trying to uh, unite the two the two ninja clans. They are planning to get married uh, and whatnot. And because of the peace treaty between the two clans, mm-hmm. they have sort of gotten gotten each other's blessings. But most people aren't happy about it. They don't want it to happen, but they can't really do anything to stop it. Okay. Uh, however, as the retired shogun decides to uh, and uh, hot body, as he is called, the guy who put in the uh, uh, like the peace treaty. As they decide that they want to see them fight for uh, who gets, uh, like, for depending on who wins, that will decide the outcome of who will be in power next. Um, they decide to revoke that peace treaty. So now, obviously, they're going head to head. And it's like uh, they try to, like, they don't figure out immediately. It's like uh, the Ega clan or some people in the Ega clan, they find out about this, but the others don't. So the Ega has the upper hand by getting a sneak attack on the. Koga clan, and eventually, when everyone finds out that this is happening, obviously, Oboro and Genosuke, they have to split up, and they are now on each other's sides, and or on the opposite sides, but they don't want to fight each other, and but they have to, and stuff like that. It's It tries to be a drama in a lot of cases, but mm-hmm. it also wants to be comedy, so it's weird. <laughs> so if you want, like, a dumb action show, then it's then that's probably what you would uh, recommend? Uh yes, but I mean, even still, there there are some heavy there are some heavier elements of this, and uh, like I said, there are grammatical parts. There are grammatical parts, and it's not it's not awfully executed, but it can feel a bit not even slow, but it feels like it's a a lot like it's not balanced properly, in my opinion. Uh huh. There's and then you start getting into these weird moments where it's like, oh, we're towards the end of the show now, but now we're doing flashbacks to how uh, Genosuke and Oboro met for the first time and whatnot. And it's like, you decide yeah, to do that now. That that kind of stuff's not crucial for the side of the show. Okay. No, it, it it's not it's not crucial, but it's kind of just to understand why the fuck do they care so much about each other? Why is literally o- Oboro sealing her fucking eyes so that she won't interrupt his ability? <laughs> or uh, technically she does it to not get in the way of anyone because she knows if she has to fight she can't she can't fight him but if she is able to use her eyes she might accidentally uh interrupt her the people of her own clan from doing what they they can to survive because she doesn't want that she doesn't want them to die and you also have moments where it's like because you know you're introduced to this like violent murderous ninjas who like who seem to want nothing more to seem to be <laughs> The only thing they seem to like is, you know, the blood of their enemies. 
It's like, why does she? Why do they care so much for these people? I mean, I know they grew up with them, but why? And it's like you get to see stuff like, you know, is there a character that drinks the blood of their enemies? Um, yes. Oh well, then yes. it's a ten out of ten. She is a parasite of sorts. Oh, it's a she. Ooh. Yeah. She attaches herself. <laughs> it's funny. She tries, she alerts in someone. She is like, oh, she's crying because she's been captured. She's crying. She learns herself. She's like, oh, I've, I've been raped. Just kill me. I've been raped. I've been defiled. I can no longer, no longer live. And the other guy is just like, oh, god damn it. I was going to do that. And he's like, well, <laughs> fuck it then. I'll, I'll rape her now. So he, go, he goes into rape her and he t- touches her all over. And she's just like, yeah, by the way, I'm a. Uh, I'm a parasite, so when I'm connected to you, I suck your blood. Like, oh, no. <laughs> he tries to he tries to get off her, but she doesn't get off. He can't get off her. It's like, oh no. <laughs> like, well, I'm already here. <laughs> oh, he can't do anything. So he claims. <laughs> no, literally. How can you get an erection when the blood is being sucked out of your penis? You know, sorry, more you than bring one up a good freaking point. fetish out there, dude, that I'm sure yeah. <laughs> well, you need the blood to get an erection, that's the point. But there's if no the blood all there. rushes to your penis, you can't well, get it. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't. She creeps it from quite getting to his penis. They can't get an erection. <laughs> if he thinks he's got an erection, what if he takes a blue pill? Does it work then? Uh, if no, because a, then it was probably? all a dream. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. All right, all right, all right. It's We're a weird gonna... show. Yeah. It sure sounds like it. I'm more like invested now whether this dude can get an erection. <laughs> Well, you'll have to watch the show to find out. <laughs> Something well, tells me he does not survive. Mind, <laughs> yep. All right. Well, that was fun. Uh, I was, I was hoping, I was hoping that uh, you would have a lot to say about that, Tori. I'm, I'm happy with that. <laughs> I had a lot, and also technically nothing to say about it. <laughs> well, I got another question here. Uh, as, I, as I'm just going to play a little fun drop. Um. Here we go. I will play this. Cool. All right. So the question is from Jay Terra, not to be confused with our guest here. Different Jay. All these Jays. All, all these, these all these J names. Uh, what anime rom coms do you consider on a similar level to Mizunikaku? This was uh, in relation to the person checking out my mal page. Mm-hmm. And seeing that I have Mizunikaku highly rated, and I've Why been on record, uh, we 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 spoke briefly about a a uh, similar topic about romance anime and how Mizunikaku impacted me personally uh, quite mm-hmm. well and how good it is, but it it separates itself from a lot of uh, romance anime because of its age, uh, because it's of its longevity and the payoff at the end. Everything has a purpose um and it's funny as hell at least to me uh so it's not funny got it uh, (laughs) so a similar level i haven't come across any thing i haven't come across a retro anime that's even close to maizenikaku uh and i wrote down three here um that i've either been I've either heard that they're kind of in that in that realm, or I've seen, and that's uh, Touch. It's a uh, love triangle baseball romance anime with the heavy focus on the romance. Um, and then uh, Escaflone. That's more of the fantasy action with heavy romance ele- elements. It's not really romance focused, I would say. Would you say that, Tori? Would you agree? 
which one? Escaflone. Uh, Escaflone. Uh, I actually haven't seen Escaflone yet. Oh, well then. Jay, have you seen it? Um, is that the one with the Mecca in medieval times? Yes, essentially. No. <laughs> but you mm-hmm. you you do know of it, so that's that's important. Uh, and then I own it. It's one of those shows that I have. I just haven't watched. <laughs> Another one of those. You telling me we could have watched Escaflona instead of Slayers? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Uh, and then the third one I have written down is something is something that was that's been recommended to me as as kind of a retro romance is El Hazard the Wanderers. Um, I haven't seen it yet, but that's just from what I've heard. So uh, before we go into my my list of romance anime, I've written down from uh, from either a uh, top romance anime lists or um recommendations from the community the community i reached out to uh let me just finish the question which is also as a side note i'm hesitant to start uitsa yatsura as from what i've heard it doesn't have romantic progression um is this true if it is do you think it'd still be worth trying if i love maizenikaku so they're both rumiko takahashi things so they're 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 very drawn out uh stories mostly comedic based uh i would say if you want more of the romantic part of urutsu yatsura i say just watch the movies don't watch the show uh the movies are more are more or less uh they seem to be more focused on the romance aspect of those characters uh so 275 or however many episodes the show is uh, no, there is no progression until there's only like bits, bit episodes that has it um, in very Rumiko fashion. So, uh, do you guys have anything to say over those question over the question? Not really, no. Okay, I have a question in regards to the question. Sure. Um, this person actually like did ask something valid because for the most part dude i haven't heard of any good retro romances either ah so uh if you noticed on the list i put the years of all these anime when they when they when they were released um and this kind of in regards to i think uh just in the last podcast story where we where, where there was the question uh what's with romance anime today yeah essentially um ro- before about 2012 2011 around that time romance the the romantic genre in anime just wasn't there there wasn't a lot of it there was hardly any to to speak of it was very, very few and bar, far between anime was mostly mecha action space uh even in the 90s very uh, fantasy oriented um magical girls you know romance was never at the forefront it was always kind of just a background type thing at best you know i tor you've seen macross there's romance in it but that's not the focus of the show there's also a giant two in space right <laughs> so what i what i've done here is as i said I, I wrote down a bunch of these shows um and how would you guys like to do it i just name it and then you just say, you give it a yay or an a yeah sure yeah okay. sure that works all right so uh, we'll go from release date down, and uh, so Honey and Clover from two thousand five. Yeah, you're insane. 
<laughs> haven't seen it. <laughs> All right, I give it a yay. Uh, easily, it's it's a it's a more serious uh, romance anime. Not not really a rom com about kids in college uh, trying to uh, dis- uh, self discovery. So Honey and Clover. That's by the uh, the same person who made. Uh... March comes in like a lion, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've heard fantastic things about it. I just haven't watched it. Yeah. It's 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 uh it's been regarded as one of the best slice of life animes of all time. Yeah, I'll have something to say about that. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, we all know that Kaon is the best slice of life show ever. Please oh, stop. Please stop. <laughs> Until next time, guys. I'm out. Oh <laughs> no. <laughs> all right, uh, Nana from 2006. Hell yeah. <laughs> Haven't seen it. Alright, wow. I give it a hell yeah as well. Uh, music focused, uh, very mature. Agreed, Tori? Not Tor- a happy-go-lucky romance yeah. in any way. <laughs> no. You know, for the most part, a lot of this list is going to be have and saying it, but heard good things about it. Yeah, I mean, I- I'm kind of with you. I need I need to kind of get my shit together and watch a lot of these uh, romance animes. I want to get more involved with the genre to have better opinion, because let's face it, it's at the forefront of the anime community now. Uh, a lot of people are watching it. It's one there. There's always it's always there's always one show a season that's romance based, and it's always like top of the charts for most watched. So yeah, uh, lovely compact complex 2007. Perfect. I'm it. Same. Same. Um, <laughs> I hear good things though. It's a, it's about it, it's about a uh, a short guy dating a tall girl. Yep. So I've heard really nothing bad bad about it. So that's that's got to mean something. So we got to be the first ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Anohana from 2011. So we've seen a Hell see a time skip here. Yeah. So okay. Uh, I haven't seen it. <laughs> God, you're over four, man. <laughs> All right, uh, I've seen it. I get. I don't give it a hell yeah, but I give it a yeah. It's very good for sure. It's um, a drama. It's it's, it's a drama. List. It has it has uh, the romance focus to it. Um, it's what you would call a tearjerker. Oh yeah. All right, Kokoro Connect from 2012. Yeah, I've actually one. seen this one. Cool. Stay clear of the OVA. The series is good. What was wrong with, the OVA? wrong with the OVA, dude? There was something wrong with the OVA. There was a lot was wrong, with that OVA. wrong with the OVA. No, no, there wasn't. The OVA was fine. The attempted rape. <laughs> it's for story development. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Rape is okay as long as it's for the story. <laughs> no, that's not to be, that's not, it's not that. That's not my problem. The problem isn't that. The problem is just that that was. It's like. <sighs> Out of everything that show was done through the TV show, then it's like, oh yeah, by the way, here, your girl's about to get raped. It's like, serious? <laughs> really? Did that's she get raped? Did they save her in time? Yes, they, they did. They did save her. That's fine. But like, why? <laughs> so we'll put a little asterisk next to that one. <laughs> Look, I like Kuroko Connect. It's unique where like people swap emotions and crap. And to tie it back to my podcast, it has wrestling things in there, like posters of random ass WWE people. I don't disagree. I also like Okra Connect, the TV series. <laughs> You're just wrong, man. Moving on. <laughs> All right. Okay, uh, so the TV series is bad. No, about the OVA. You're just wrong. <laughs> Say I love you from 2012. Same here. Uh, I'm pretty sure I know what this one is, but I'm pretty sure I haven't seen it. It seems to fly under the radar, but it was on a lot of top lists. 
Now I remember why I why I remember this one. I remember watching Demolition D talk about this one and how bad it was. It seems to make a lot of this though. So <laughs> I haven't seen it either. This is the second one on the list I haven't seen. So abstain. Uh, Golden Time from 2013. Golden Time, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, if you know me, you'll know that this is my favorite romance. So. I'm going to give it a no. <laughs> this is my favorite one. God, this show sucks. <laughs> I love watching it just to see how bad it is. <laughs> no, it's actually really good. The romance, like, just the, the relationship in that show is some of the best I've seen in anime. It's, so, uh, yeah. Nope, you go ahead first, Shade. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's like Lovely Complex with me. A lot of people... Recommend it. Heard nothing bad about it, so. Kagakoko's taught us how. <laughs> right, right. So, <laughs> that's another one of those shows that I own, but I haven't watched. So, Tori, <laughs> why should I watch it? Uh, if you're if you're interested in romance and you want to see uh, you want to see th- somebody that is not in high school, but they're in college, so they're technically adults, and uh, they're going through all the stages of being in a relationship. Mm. There you go. Does it end? Uh, yes. You can. Mm. You could. Deba- you could debate. Uh, there's a debate on whether or not that ending is good, but it does mm. end. All right, all right. I'll check it out. Maybe one of these days. See, yeah, one of these days. I'm right there with you, Jay. Actually, with one of these days. <laughs> Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun from 2014. Okay, see, here's the thing. I love Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun for the comedy. Oh, not the romance. But if you're looking at, if you're looking at this from a romance perspective, I'm got, I've got to say, it's like, I mean, like, it's funny because they play the romance part as, the romance part is part of the joke, and they're kind of making fun of the typical tropes of romance, which is why... You are obviously dealing with a super super dense uh, main male character who is literally never never going to make a move because he doesn't understand that this girl likes her. He's just like, wow, she wants to help me. What a nice girl. <laughs> ah, is this the show everyone thinks that he's ignorant? Yeah. Ignorant. <laughs> yeah, it's the one with the, the main character girl has like the, uh, the polka dot bow. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Isn't yeah. he like a manga car or something? Yeah. He is a shoujo mangaka, yeah, because he, <laughs> apparently he really understands girls, except, you know, he doesn't actually understand girls, he just <laughs> somehow manages problem. to write shoujo, shoujo manga. Maybe, maybe he is a girl. I mean, <laughs> that is the biggest girl I've ever seen, but alright. <laughs> it's the girl from Lovely Complex a- and had a sex change. <laughs> hey, no, I'm, I'm ashamed of myself as a man. Because I'm like, god damn, that girl oh, is manlier no. than I'll ever be. Uh, <laughs> In terms of physique, at least. Alrighty. <laughs> uh, Yona of the Dawn from 2014. Same year. No one wants to go first? I'm gonna go first. I haven't seen it. I got nothing to say about a lot of these. Katie? Uh, it's something I've been meaning to watch because I've heard it it be compared to Twelve Kingdoms, but more of a focus on the romance rather than the fantasy. These guys, these guys. Yoda of the Dawn is good, good show. Um, 
it has uh, I would say it has kind of like reverse uh, reverse harem elements because it's one girl and there's a lot of guys. Sure, sure. But uh, I mean, you know, apart from that, it it doesn't really like it's not it doesn't have the typical uh, reverse harem thing of the guys being interested in the girl and also kind of gay. So you don't have so to deal with that. So kind of gay. Yeah, a lot of reverse harem stick girls. The boys <laughs> are like, we want to get with this this one girl, and it's like, well. You know, we could share her and, like, just all have sex. <laughs> ah, so it's like a Bayless porno. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, no. Uh, Bro, uh, why would we, like, like go that. out with a girl? We could just, you know, bang each other. Why cut out the... Why, let's just cut out the middle person. <laughs> Yon of the Dawn is not like that. Yon of the Dawn is like Snow White with the red hair. But, you know, it came, it came before it, then it's better. Well, we're almost to the, uh, we're almost there. Uh, I can't understand what my husband is saying. Also from 2014. I haven't seen it. Me neither. Yeah, dude. Like, if you listen to him, maybe you can understand what he's saying. Oh well, or he's not my husband, so it's okay. I still understand him right now. Uh, okay. He just needs to say yes. I mean, my God. No. <laughs> I'll never get uh, an answer from him. Just like most anime. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I've heard if I can't understand what my husband's saying. Uh, it's a short, if I'm not mistaken, so... Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the same uh, by the same mangaka who made, like, uh, the original manga for uh, Dragon Maid. But Dragon Maid didn't exactly make me want to wanna jump on watching this show. So. <laughs> Alright, Snow, Snow White with the Red Hair from 2015, which you just mentioned, Tori. It's like, it's like Yon of the Dawn, but not as good, and I haven't seen it. <laughs> I thought you said that this was better than Snow White. No, yeah, Yon of the Dawn is better than Snow White. No, so I, I thought you meant like the other way around. No, I also haven't seen Snow White with the red hair. <laughs> so what you're saying say is purely by speculation. Like, you don't know yeah, who you say. I know, I know, I'm doing it to trigger people because I know people that like this show <laughs> a lot. <laughs> uh, my love story from 2015. Uh, I give it a no, actually. I is that too. the one with the big dude with big lips? Yes. Yeah. It's yeah, the one that's it. like it's the one where everyone recommended it because it was like, well, they get together like really early, like they're doing golden time. And I'm like, that sounds interesting. And they do, but just like all romance anime, even though most romance anime is like they never get together until the final episode. Here they get together in like episode of was it like two or three? Yeah. Like yeah it was immediately. Right away. And then nothing happens. <laughs> it's like, you just kind of moved up the point where they get together, but still, nothing happens. I, yeah, I agree with you, Tori, wholeheartedly. <laughs> um, I think I think it's something that's in, fresh in everyone's mind, and I don't know if it's going to hold up in everyone's mind as years go by, but that remains to be seen. So I don't hear people talking about it anymore, so... Right, exactly. Uh, Wotokoi from this season has been coming up nope. quite a bit. Yeah, I was thinking about watching that, but I decided not to. Clonade <laughs> uh, from 2000... Now, I have asterisks next to these other two because they're very divisive. Clonade from 2007. Popular. Yeah, I like Clonade a lot. So, yeah. Are you cutting off the story in this or just Clonade? Both. I like them both. They're pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so so two, two yeses and a no. So... Uh, Your Lie in April from 2014. This and Clanad are two of the only anime that have ever made me cry. Ooh. Ooh. 
I give a yes to your line, April. Uh, I give a hesitant yes. I also give it a yes. It's a solid show. I think that was the only one on the list that all three of us had seen and pretty much gave a yes. Shit. I'm changing my answer. No. (laughs) Oh, no. It's the Visiv again. (laughs) (laughs) So so I reached out to BCOM from the Nerdman Other Nonsense podcast, uh, Tori. Okay. And uh, he gave his top five just for us. All right. He says, uh, no particular order. Uh, Nozaki-kun. My yeah. Love Story. Toradora. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh, why didn't we mention that? Apparently that's a good show. Toradora could be better. Could be better. <laughs> Nisekoi. Oh, uh, just to kind of quickly go back. that because I'm glad you mentioned, uh, mentioned Toradora. Because if you like Toradora, watch Golden Time. It's by the same mangaka. Or, I get Golden Time. Oh, I didn't know all. that. I didn't know that, actually. Interesting, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Nisekoi. This was funny. But that second season. Fuck that second season. I think he... I think, if I remember correctly, when he told me Nisekoi, he goes, specifically, only season one. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't this conversation happening when um, Sue was in there as well? Yes. Yeah, he did say just season one, because yeah. I was there, and I was just throwing random ass stuff at you, like, or, you know. <laughs> or, emo. <laughs> <laughs> Tori, isn't there another Orimo like anime you want to recommend? <laughs> there is. It's called Eromanga Sensei. And if, you know, if you didn't, if incest wasn't enough for you, how about underage incest? <laughs> <laughs> I had to. I had. To, I had to say it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the last one was Yamada Kun and the Seven Witches. I uh, see. That one is a I'm- good one. I've read the first five volumes of the manga, and it seems all right. Good. The manga is the best one. <laughs> That's usually how it goes. Yeah, well, not with me. Uh, like, well, the thing is, uh, the thing, the uh, the anime is mostly just like a short sum up of what ha- of some of the things that happened. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, so that always pulls uh, pulls the anime down. But the anime is fun. Uh, the manga is way more funnier. Uh, I think the biggest downside to me with the manga was that. After you get to the halfway point, it resets and starts again. Ooh, uh, right. And uh, but it managed, it managed to pull itself together and kind of make an interesting thing out of that as well. So overall, I say I say it's a good manga. So yeah, I would recommend the manga for that one. Oh, it's cool, good cool. to hear. So I took the I took uh, all the recommendations from within the community and uh, got the top five. All right. All right, so this isn't from us. This is from all of the other peoples. Lovely Complex, Yona mm-hmm. of the Dawn, Snow White mm-hmm. with the Red Hair, mm-hmm. Yamada and the Seven Witches, mm-hmm. and my teen romantic comedy, Schnafu. That one. Good job. I like that. I like people that say that. <laughs> Snafu is... Snafu is great, honestly. Yeah, I uh, have it on DVD. I just need to just get my act together and watch the sucker. Yep, you should watch. Speaking of which, uh, I also got Golden Time on DVD uh, getting in the mail. It was on the sales. Sounds like you're in my world as well, too, dude. Oh, yeah. So so doing doing an anime podcast really gets me watching anime I've needed to watch for quite some time, such as Slayers. (laughs) I've needed Uh, to watch it. (laughs) You haven't needed to watch it. I'm so glad I watched that before uh, before this, so I can watch it again. (laughs) 
Um, can I just like point out something here? Sure. Um, Clay, neither Clanad or your lie was on the list of the community, which is interesting because like they're two of the best known romantic shows. But they're very divisive. True, but like I'm just surprised that neither one of them was on the list. Well, they, they were not isn't there. They weren't on the top five. They did crack a top ten. Yeah, but for a top five, like everyone like points to freaking Clan Ad as like one of the best romantic animes of all time. Well, maybe yeah. we're, maybe the community is a bunch of smarks now. <laughs> I think the only thing I can think is just the fact that like we're kind of moving on. It's like the uh, the Clan Ads and whatnot. That's the uh, that's the love child of like the the previous anime generation, not necessarily the generation, but like the the people that like got into anime when I got into anime. That Clan Ad that big thing you know it was like something else yeah because <laughs> right, right. four four out of five of these are are a lot more new yeah they're newer than than clonad you might be onto something with that with that tori but i was i was also surprised by lovely complex well maybe this anime community at the moment because doesn't know smog oh <laughs> oh yeah geeking out of the tower discuss Andrew doesn't know slang. I, I'm actually excited for this, and everything points to that actually working out. If if anything, everyone will come out of being like, Elizabeth Banks was off the rock on that one. Mm. I don't know what slang is these days. That was so bad. <laughs> I know. Off the rails, off the chain. Off a rocker. Off the rock? Where the hell you get that from? The rock. No, you didn't. All right, shut up. Mm-hmm. And you can find more of that at geoattcast.com. And now... Back to the show. All right. Well, that brings us to an even more divisive topic. You guys ready for this? I'm going to play a drop. I'm going to play a drop. What kind of drop should I play? I play Rock the Dragon? Play... No, okay, that works. I was going to say Digimon or Pokemon opening, but that works. <laughs> We're going to Rock the Dragon here. <laughs> dragon, dragon, rock the dragon, dragon balls. Because <laughs> I felt like it. So, Pokemon versus Digimon. Boys, we're here. We've done it. Time to time to make people angry. So, I am a Digimon person. You guys? I am also a Digimon person. Uh, no, I'm not. So, I'm the only Pokemon guy here. This is good. No, when I say I'm a Digimon person, I love the Pokemon games. Hell, I love the Pokemon anime. I've watched most of that watch most of digimon as well just digimon is more in depth than pokemon and that's kind of why i like it more Ooh. see i'm kind of the same but not not really uh what i what i like is pokemon was a thing that i loved as a kid i loved the tv series and i played a bit of the games as i've grown older i've really lost all my love for Pokemon and now I don't care about anything related to Pokemon. Digimon is kind of the same, but I decided to rewatch Digimon. I've also tried rewatching Pokemon, but like I decided to rewatch Digimon and to see if because I remember as a kid, Digimon was a lot more uh, was to me always the show that I was like I love this one the most. I want to go back and see uh, am I justified that is it as good as my kid brain remembers to be? And of course, I was met with the realization that no, no, it isn't. But it's fine. It's still pretty good, though. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. So, two questions from that. Number one, which season of Digimon did you go back and watch? And number two, where did you drop out from Pokemon? 
Uh, I drop out from Pokemon. I like, like, uh, I think I, I, I don't remember exactly. It's I couldn't, I could never move on from Gen One. Really, that's when Gen Two and Gen Three and stuff. I know people like Gen Two a lot, but I mm-hmm. just kind of lost interest in that. Uh, Digimon, I've watched. I mean, as a kid, I've watched uh, Digimon Adventure. Uh, like I've only watched Adventure, but I watched Digimon Adventure One and Digimon Adventure Two. Um, but so far, I've only rewatched Digimon Adventure One. I was planning to rewatch Digimon Adventure Two, meaning when uh, they announced the uh, Digimon Adventure Tri movies. Tri, but, so, uh, good. so good. Nah, uh, but I don't know. Like I watched the first. Uh, I watched Digimon Adventure One, and then I watched uh, War Game, and I was kind of like, yeah. I don't really feel like watching more Digimon for now. So. <laughs> you ever do it, dude? Go watch um, season three. Tamers is the best season. All right. Maybe someday. <laughs> Add it to your That's quest story. Add it to the second quest. <laughs> Am I going to make another quest? Shit, I have like four. <laughs> so, the quest of Digimon. I dropped out of the Pokemon anime uh, when I got into high school. So I th- wow. think... Yeah, I watched it through junior... Uh, well, it started when I was entering... Just about entering junior high. Because that's when uh, the game came out. Wow, and the anime came out shortly man. after. That's, that's, that's JD. Yeah. Yeah, I'm older than you guys. So then... In junior high, it was Gen 1 and 2. So I think that's when I fell out of the anime. I fell out pretty early, uh, early on. But I kept playing the games for a while, and then I fell out of the games. Uh, as I was in high school, I also moved to Germany, so uh, I only kept replaying the same games I had. It wasn't until the last few years that I got back into the later games for the for the 3DS and what have you. Uh, now Digimon, I was always aware of it. It was it, that was what the younger, the even younger kids, the elementary kids were uh, were watching. So we're all aware of mm-hmm. aware of it. But in my age group, we're all like, well, that's just the the Pokemon knockoff. You know, <laughs> we do, we I, I did remember um, when Digimon first came out with the little Tamagotchi things, the little the yeah. little square blocks. Um, oh, I love those things! Michael confiscated from me like the first day I had it at school. <laughs> I did have, I did have one of those, and that was super fun. Like, um, the the like the one year I rode the bus uh, to school, play those. Uh, we we would uh, battle each other to and to and and from. Um, and yeah, yeah, they were they were banned like pretty quickly, so we'd only only play it at, like recess or what have you. But then as soon as I got to junior high, those weren't cool anymore. Uh, that's what yep, elementary yep. kids would play with, you know. That you need to you need to you know put your Pokemon cards away and just just play the game or you know what have you. So, and it was the morning cartoon show. Digimon was was uh, wasn't, or it was on that later is- for the because elementary kids would go home later as well. Or yeah. go to school later. Mm. That is true. Like, I think one of the things that's interesting, because, like, I watched a lot of the Digimon Adventure on TV, but I would always watch that after school. Pokemon, <laughs> I, because I was like, I was crazy as a kid. Pokemon was the sort of thing that came on here in Norway at, like, 6 in the morning on Saturday. And I would Ugh, wake up for that horrible. every single Saturday to watch it. Until I eventually got got older and started to realize that I like sleeping, and I was like, "Yeah." I can. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, see, I always had, uh, yeah, it was very much the same here in, in the United States with Pokemon being on super early Saturday mornings. It was always, it was, it was seven days a week on in the morning. No, six days a week. I don't think it was on Sundays. Um, but I, I, you know, I would wake up early for bowling and Pokemon was the thing on TV at that time as well. So I would like, I wasn't even exposed in my life uh, for Digimon, neither, neither did I have any reason to watch it. So going into the podcast, I have never seen any Digimon. I've only played the little Tamagotchi. Oh, you disappoint me, good sir. Yeah, same. So uh, th- this was definitely quite the experience. And if you were paying attention to Discord or Twitter, like I had quite quite a lot of thoughts uh, going in, like as I was watching this the the forty minute movie. So. Um, mm. well, so we went over to all that. You want to? You guys want to talk about the Digimon movie first, or the Pokemon movie well, first? Hang on, hang on. Or do we have other things, things we want to talk about? I was going to say, I guess to give a quick rundown of like my experience with both. Like I've sure. seen everything up until like the last season of Black and White for Pokemon, and I've seen most of the movies. Played all the games, at least one from every generation. Digimon had most of the different Tamagotchi things, and I've seen seasons one through four. Mm-hmm. And wow. the movies, yeah. Uh, I also can just mention I like I since I knew we were doing this, I decided to go and look through uh, some of my cage stuff that I I've sorted in uh, uh, like drawers and whatnot mm-hmm. at the bottom today just to see what I still had, and I realized that first of all I've apparently thrown away all my Pokemon cards, so that's that made me a bit sad. I don't remember doing that, but uh, <laughs> what I, I, I feel offended. I feel offended. Yeah, what I found instead was like. I opened the door and I found a couple of like early two thousands uh, like uh, books and magazines and comics and whatnot, and that was that was kind of interesting. So because I found like the uh, uh, it was like Dark Horse colorized uh, a Dark Horse published colorized uh, Digimon uh, Digimon comics that I apparently own two of. That's oh like, wow! Cool. Well, you're going <laughs> down memory did lane. You read it or I I've read it. It's exactly it is. It's basically just the anime. So it's almost like they're just fucking taking snapshots of the of the uh, of Digimon Adventure season one and painted right, it right. in there. But it's like, okay, yeah, I remember this. That's cool. Hmm. Did you guys say Pokemon is the best anime based on a game? <laughs> yeah, probably. It's one of the only good thing, like good vote. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. Sure. Run <laughs> if we can, if we can call it good. <laughs> But there's like you have others. You have Danganronpa. You have the Persona franchise. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I would rather play Persona than watch Persona. I agree, but like, come on. <laughs> I would definitely rather play Pokemon than watch Pokemon these days. But if hey, when I was a kid, that that was the shit. It was awesome. Like it was the perfect for a Saturday morning cartoon show. The first, um, like, red, blue, yellow, green, whatever you want to, like, call the first generation is wrapped up in, like, 60-odd episodes? As no, opposed, like, I think it was, like, 170 or something. No, no, you're no, right, no, you're no, right, you're no, right. No, Joto, because, yeah, like, yeah, it was tied into Johto as well. I think that was yeah, 170. Yeah. The Kanto region's, like, 50, 60 episodes, and then, like, everything after that just goes up. Like, friggin' the bloody Ruby and Sapphire generation's, like, four seasons. Yeah, I never saw that. 
Mm. And like one of the seasons is like the battle frontier. So like they go through the first three, which is Pokemon Advance, Advanced Challenge, and then Advanced Battle. Uh, they do the league at the end of that, and then like they separate, and then the next episode they come back together, like May, Max, Brock, and Ash, and then like Ash and Box on the battle frontier thing, and blah blah blah. Well then, how do you like that, Tori? I I remember Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but I'm still going. <laughs> no, no, no. This is this is great. That's why you're here. This is why you're here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought I was here to suggest bad animes to watch. You know. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> so uh, now, so now, shall we get into the movies? Sure. I guess. All right, Jay. Would you rather talk Digimon or Pokemon movie first? I have a better remembering of the Pokemon movie, so we'll talk about that first. Okay. So the Pokemon, the first movie, came out in 1998. Uh, more or less a conglomeration slash alternative telling of the game mixed in with the anime, uh, resulting in the whole Mew versus Mewtwo. Uh, rare, super rare space Pokemon against science Pokemon that it's based on. Uh, you know Mew is like not a space Pokemon dude, it's like an ancestral thing. Everything kind of descended from Mew. Yeah, space Pokemon alien. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You heard me. <laughs> uh total smash hit in the theaters. Um ending sequence was quite intense with all the Pokemon crying and Pikachu crying over Ash, very famous uh scene. Yeah. Uh, you'll you'll see posts on on Twitter like remember when you cried when you were a kid and that kind of shit like yeah I mean I saw this movie in the theater and I saw this movie in the theater it was like the first movie I'm pretty sure that I actually got to choose to go see oh, I hate you guys I hate every theaters because I remember as a kid I I went to the theaters with my mom I don't remember why I never went to the theaters I still don't go to the theaters ever. We were going to see some movie, and I see at the corner of my eye this giant poster for Pokemon, the first movie. And I'm like, what I did you say? What, what did you say? Well, I don't remember. So not uh, something damn. interesting. That's for damn sure. <laughs> but did, like, did you get. I, no, sorry. No, yeah. What, I, what happened was I see this, and I ask my mom, I, I, I'm like, I want to watch that movie. Can we watch it? <laughs> After the after the movies, and she's like, "No, we can't do it." I'm like, "Please, please." She's like, "Fine, fine. <laughs> we can watch it after." So she went. Oh, uh, goes to ask if it's uh, possible to get another uh, ticket for the for the movie. And the girl in the scene said, "Oh no, I'm sorry. That was the last screening." And <laughs> I <laughs> I, my little kid self died. So I'm like, "No, <laughs> no." Brilliant. That is that is brilliant. <laughs> I did. I did buy the movie later, so you know I own it. Um, JD, did you get the ancient Mew card when you went to the movies? No, that wasn't a thing. Ah, oh, memory serves. It was. Yeah, it was an ancient Mew promo card. It was like a Pokemon trading card. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, country sucks, son. Maybe my brother got one. I don't know. <laughs> Is your brother younger than you? Yes, he's five years younger. I mean, maybe they looked at you and they're like, hmm, that's a bit weird. This kid's in junior high, he's 13. Yeah. <laughs> this guy wouldn't Pretty like much Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> he's bringing his brother. Yep. Uh, 
Oh, God. Uh, yeah, it's power, friendship, and pacifism. Uh, don't fuck with science. That's kind of the, uh, the whole, the two, the two things I took that, uh, the, the most out of the movie, watching it again for the podcast. This movie oh. taught me that cloning Pokemon in gold and silver makes them stronger, because clones are stronger than the originals. Obviously, and they can speak through their mind. <laughs> that is also true, which is weird, but... It happens. I'm more or less curious what you guys thought about the the whole Ash going in headfirst into the two death Pokemon fighting each other and then turning to stone and Pikachu kind of like doing his little pushing Ash like kind of like when an animal and his master is uh master's just not moving like how'd you guys feel during that moment first of all I've lost count as how many times Ash dies <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, as a kid, dude, it freaking wrecked me. I'm pretty sure. And even as an adult, like, it is an emotional scene. It's very well done, even for, even, like, when you're looking at Pokemon, because it's usually this kind of happy-go-lucky, oh, why, oh, that's crazy! Yep. They showed yep. up again? But you just <laughs> killed them in the last episode! <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, for me, here's the thing. Even as a kid, when I watched this scene, and he ran in there, I just went to thought myself, why Why would you do that? What a fucking retard. Why would you do that? <laughs> what are you accomplishing? <laughs> no, don't down. use your death down. lasers. <laughs> the, the and then he goes down, and I was confused. Yeah. I was like, that eh, doesn't make sense. And then Pikachu arrives, and I'm like, of course. Well, no, no the, te the tears and friendship <laughs> revived him. I know, him. and I... I I was stone-faced through the entire thing even as a kid. They didn't even face me. I was like, yeah, it happens, you know. Some people gotta go. You know, that's, just the way, that's just the way things work. So, I need, I, like, just thinking out loud here, do you reckon that, like, it, it was both beams that turned him to stone, or, like, if one beam had to hit him, it just would have vaporized him? You know what? Who knows? Yes. Who <laughs> that would have been funny, though. I wish he would have been hit by one beam. And it just would have just... He just sort of fucking exploded, and all that was left was dust in his cap. Oh my god, the re the revamp mature Pokemon movie. <laughs> Mewtwo just goes, "Get out of my way!" Blah, blood and guts everywhere. Pikachu. Instead, instead of <laughs> man, man, instead of, of Pokemon fainting, fainting when they're defeated, they just fucking explode blood everywhere. <laughs> Hit him with the razor leaf. You just see the Pokemon cut in like six different ways. <laughs> There's a freaking manga like that, dude. It's like Pokemon um, Pokemon Quest or Pokemon yeah, something. There are some fucked up Pokemon manga. My it's God, a legit one too. Like it's legitimately done as Pokemon manga. There's, like, there's a, a freaking armor that gets slashed in half, and it. it's great. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a game like that, a Pokemon game created by our lovely friends over at Peta. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying this. I'm saying this. Uh. Uh. I mean, it's it's. I thought I thought it was a good. I thought it was a good movie. It, it was definitely. Um, it definitely hit the right notes of what it was supposed to. I think that's oh, yeah. for sure. It does. I watched it. Have movie like four or five guys... times. So, I've seen this movie countless times. Um, have either of you guys seen the sequel to this? Because there's actually a sequel to it. That's the one wow. with Lugia, right? In 2000? No, 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 no. There's another, it's, I mean, maybe it's an OVA or a TV special. Like, um, they find the clones in Mewtwo on an island and, like, it, 
yeah, it's another movie, and by the end of it, Mewtwo accepts Ash as a person, pretty much, and then flies off with the clones. No, that that annoys me because I've seen like I don't remember if it's at the end of the movie that I own, but I've seen clips from that, and I'm like, I never, I as a kid, I never realized what I was. I was like, what is that? Yeah, like don't quote me on. Don't quote me on like how the ending actually happens because it's been a very long time since I've seen it. But there's a sequel to this movie. Did, did you come unprepared? <laughs> <laughs> well, I will use. The what do you think this is? The Golden Boy episode? <laughs> Excuse me, I'll have you know I haven't seen this since I was like ten. But well, you dare to come on my podcast unprepared? <laughs> give me a minute, I'll find the damn thing. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh. Well, I really want to talk about the Digimon movie now. Same. So, uh, Digimon movie came out in 2000. This is not the the uh, the first movie. This is, I guess, technically the second one, but it takes place directly after the TV show. Am I correct what on are you that? Talking about? Yeah, no, yeah. JD. I oh. need to talk now. I found the I found the movie. I'm prepared now. Okay. okay. <laughs> there we go. Um, that's not a freaking synopsis. That's not good. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I quit. This is, yeah. Um, Pokemon the movie, Mewtwo Returns. Um, 2001. Blah, blah, blah. It's Rating G in America. Other stuff happens. So it's after the Lugia movie. I guess so? Because the Lugia movie, I believe, was Pokemon Movie 2000. Was it? I believe wasn't so. That the, wasn't that the other one? Oh, what is that called? Hold on. I want to look this up. Oh my god, everyone's looking shit up. <laughs> yeah, no, because I remember, uh, let's see. Okay. No, Lugia was 99. The, uh, no, okay, was no, 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 no. Pokemon the movie 2000 was a Lugia movie. Pokemon, <laughs> it was Entei, Entei was the third one, which came out after the Lugia movie, because they called Pokemon 2000, 2000, because they came out in 2000. Okay, I get it. It's that fucked up American. American yeah. localization anyway. again. <laughs> Okay. Mewtwo, his heart having been softened by the selfless example of the human named Ash, um, the human. back in his birthland in the east of Kanto region, has now traveled to the western region of Johto in search of a location that's unreachable by the prying eyes and harsh judgments of humans. For the sake of his band of cloned Pokemon, uh, with whose welfare Mewtwo is solely concerned, he eventually finds a perfect hideaway, a huge mountain named Mount Queena. That's a stupid name. Um, <laughs> sure is. <laughs> the sur- um, surrounded by steep cliffs, um, practically impossible to scale, but on top is a forest and a freshwater lake that makes for a near utopia for all the bug Pokemon living there. This is a perfect fit for Mewtwo's band, and thus they settle at the top of Mount Queena and begin their new li- safe life, with Mewtwo watching over there as their guardian, as he feels he cannot belong in the world uh, as they were not born in it, uh, interestingly, though, he seems particularly close to Pikachu and the Meowth clones, possibly reflecting on how important their templates were in his change of heart. All right. Sounds like a bunch of garbage to me. <laughs> it's it, it's <laughs> a Pokemon movie. What do you expect? Digimon the movie, anyone? <laughs> I'm up for Digimon the movie. War games! <laughs> Slash Summer Wars beforehand. The pilot, right? As, that, as, how, as how you put it, <laughs> Tori? Yep. Now, this is the Alphamon movie, right? This is the one with the... Uh, okay, so... 
it's it's a 40 minute movie um yes that is where the kids are on a computer the two digimon main character kids i guess matt and ty (laughs) (laughs) thanks amazon (laughs) podcast great everyone oh really hot top quality here so uh the kids are on their computer and and uh like an egg hatches and it's this virus digimon and uh, Uh it just slowly evolves and it eats data and it's just basically growing and eating all the data on the internet and then it Uh infects every electronic and anything computer related and causes mayhem and the kids and their Digimon dive into the computer to fight it, basically. Yeah, and then don't they fuse and kill a thing? The yeah, at the end. Evolves? Yeah, so it's the Alphamon yeah, movie, which is special. what I thought it was. Yeah. I don't remember him being called Alphamon, though. I believe he, yeah, they're like, evolve yet again to your t- top form or whatever, and Yeah, no, happens, I know. So. They, they always do that. That's that's Digimon. Yeah, it's like, like immediate. Dana digivolving or like Dana like, digivolving or something. Yeah, digivolve into this now. Okay, got you got it. <laughs> and then guys, just remember, in Digimon Adventure Try, they go even further. Ooh. I guess that's, that's kind of like what Pokemon's become. In in a way. With Ash their Ash is never uh, gonna grow up. And Ash is never gonna grow. All the Pokemon will evolve into three different forms, but Ash will never become a <laughs> never become an adult. <laughs> never become eleven. <laughs> so you know the funniest part about this whole thing, right? Like you know how they mentioned America and blah 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 in the anime, blah blah blah. Sure. Um, there's actually time like frames in the first season, and there's a point in it towards the end of it where it's like fourteen months after Ash embarked on his journey. So technically, he should be eleven. Tech. Well, actually, you know what? Now that I said that, if I remember correctly, doesn't he celebrate his birthday at some point? Because I, I think, think so. Does. Yeah. So scratch sure. that, but he will never grow older than 11. <laughs> <laughs> like the Rugrats will never gay. go to school. <laughs> yes, I get gay. You're right. Definitely right there. But there's probably like a freaking game theory bloody video on like how old Ash actually is. Oh, I remember. The, I remember. There's a theory about him. This uh, him being like Ash is a kid stuck in a coma. And he's doing. This is just his dream. Oh, yeah, it's because he saw. It's because he saw Ho-Ho, and Ho-Ho grants anybody that sees it like eternal happiness. Yeah. Oh, friggin' side note here, and I know I keep going after a lot of those. Um, <laughs> one of the newest Pokemon movies, which is called uh, Pokemon Movie I Choose You, it's a freaking oh, yeah. retelling of the Kanto League. Yeah, it is. Oh, With, weird. Like weird friggin' Unova and. Black and I know you know is black and white. Um, because it, it's freaking weird. Oh, I heard P- yeah, Pikachu talks. It does, and um, oh, like Detective no Pikachu, and... does he have a New York accent? No, no, he just talks like, "Hey, yo, what, what the fuck over here? You want me to do some Thunderbolt? <laughs> hey, well, fuck you hey, too." Yo, <laughs> the, hey, yo, nice arms, midget. <laughs> just like, the, the weirdest part about this movie is though, guys, like, um, there's no freaking Brock and Misty in it, and it's a retelling of Kanto. Makes yeah, sense. Yeah, no, I, I know, I heard that they say it's a retelling slash reimagining slash that. reboot slash retard <laughs> slash retard. Yeah. <laughs> No, nah, but I, you know what? I just think this is this is just like uh, the Pokemon company or like all um or whatnot. They're just in this like, okay, you know, we're sick and tired of hearing all these fucking uh, OG Pokemon fans go, "Well, oh, you don't care about us." Fuck you. 
<laughs> Simple enough. <laughs> so the uh, this this Digimon movie, uh, back on topic here. Um, it's directed by Mamoru Hosoda of all people. Yeah, uh, no one, one of his first is. works, if I'm not mistaken. Never heard of him. See, told you. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Summer War, Summer Wars, and. Uh, so clearly he got the idea for Summer Wars doing the Digimon movie. No, yeah. he, he, he ripped yeah. himself off. He ripped himself off. He's like, I'm going to do it again. That was fun. <laughs> it was pretty good movie too for the second time. Uh, I got to say, this movie has no business being as good as it is. And, and, yeah, no, it doesn't. And coming, it really and, doesn't. And coming from the fact I have never seen... I mean, I'm sure I saw, like, an episode or two when I was a kid. I just don't remember it. Uh, and I'm not totally out of the realm of knowing at least the general... The generality of what Digimon is. The, this... You could go into this blind, essentially. As long as you know that Digimon are, are computer creatures and you, you do shit with them. Like, that's all you need to know. Mm -hmm. the, everything mm -hmm. was so extremely well animated... There was excellent character artwork, so much facial expression and body language. Like all the characters always seem to be in mo uh, in motion and using you know hands and and facial expressions to describe like their feelings and what's going on. Uh, there's a really funny scene in the middle where they're in the middle of the battle and uh, you know the computer they they for some reason pull the computer on the ground. And the kid, like, looks over and he's, like, wincing his face and holding his pants. Dude, what's wrong? It's like, I can't hold it anymore. What? I gotta go to the bathroom. And then he, like, kind of stumbles out of the room holding his dick and almost runs into the door. And then he comes back all refreshed. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Classic Izzy, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> mm -hmm. It sure is. And nukes and... Oh yeah, like things <laughs> escalate very quick in this forty minutes. It goes from uh, the virus like coming from an egg, and they're like, "Oh, what's that?" To the virus has now infected everything, and nukes are going off, threatening yep. mankind. But everyone else is just kind of like, "Wow, this is a weird day." <laughs> yep. Yeah, pretty much. Because I know DigiDestiny don't know what's really going on. Right. Yeah. You know, humanity I, was saved, and no one even knew it. Yeah, I thought I thought it was interesting. Away with it, it wasn't for those meddling kids. Yep, right. <laughs> the most interesting part of the movie was definitely uh, like going back and seeing all the detail used in the electronics at the time. So, like the old mm -hmm. desktop computers, are, they're 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 basically like the tubes, and then they have to use the uh, the cordless phones, and uh, you know the emergency messaging system still works, so they have to dial the code and everything. I remember doing that when. Uh, <laughs> when I was a kid with friends every once in a while. Yeah, it's one thing that Digimon does really well. Like, for the time that come out, every, like, piece of technology that they need to use in that show, they do properly, and it doesn't, like, feel out of place. Yeah. Yeah, it makes it... it yeah, it's, it's, it's very, very well done. Um, everything in, in this movie was well done. Lots of attention to detail. The, uh, the background art was very detailed as well. It, like everything fit much more I'm so not... than what we saw in Pokemon because Pokemon looked more or less low budget to me. I mean, the, the well, Pokemon movie doesn't fit together. Like the first trainer that Ash fights in the movie has a freaking Dodd fan, which isn't introduced for like another year or two. <laughs> uh -huh. 
Yeah, so the things just clashed in Pokemon, but in Digimon, even though it was only 40 minutes, I felt like I watched like a two-hour adventure. The thing, the thing that always gets me with watching uh, uh, War Game is just after watching that, uh, like the original Digimon Adventure, or Digimon Adventure in general, because holy fucking hell, that <laughs> also that style does not work at all. <laughs> yeah, a lot of suckers made it thinks it's weird looking. What do you What do you yeah. mean by that? I the mean, original... it looks awful. The the show, yeah, compared to the series, like the movie doesn't look exactly. Good. Oh. It's just completely different animated style. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Compared to the series, hold on. Compared to the series, uh, like the series is the is the one that just had all the like fucking issues, in my opinion. Like it's. I remember, I, I remember going back and watching. One of the things that always got me there was this scene in uh, when they're getting out, get a, like uh, setting out on their uh, on the raft out into the sea, and I remember as a kid, I got seasick from watching that sea. And I was like, I wonder why. And now that I saw, have seen it again, I, I have to ask myself, I really wonder why, because it literally looks like somebody is just holding up two pieces of blue paper and like, <laughs> lifting it up and down. It's oh, no. Like it's, like, it's like, oh, this, this, oh, no. This is not good. <laughs> this is, like, really bad. And the amount of reused animation, and then the amount, like... The amount of times I got tired of seeing the uh, them evolve because you know it's the same thing every time. At least they decided to use the uh, go into the uh, like when multiple Digimon evolved, they would just put them all on screen and evolve at the same time. Because for a little bit they decided to do them all after each other, so you got to see the same thing again with a different model every time and have that have that godforsaken song play. I mean, I say God that was just that was just a bad time in the episode, dude. I know, but like. I, uh, the second time I watched it, I watched it in Japanese because I, why wouldn't I? I'm, I can no longer listen to dub because I, I'm above listening to puny English. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so yeah, nah, and they have the, by the way, the opening to the original Digimon, fantastic. One of the best opening songs I've ever heard in anime. Wait, the Japanese one or the English one? The Japanese right one. Listen to Japanese. The Japanese one. The English one is awful. <laughs> Screw you, the English one's amazing. Digimon, I know that one at least. Digimon, Digimon. I, I love the Digimon opening, but that keeps being nostalgia. Yeah, no, it is. It is nostalgia, at least to me. I've listened to it again. Like, I have a soft spot for it, but I'm like, this is not good. <laughs> uh, but the, the Japanese opening is just absolutely fantastic, and I love that song. I just hate the fact that they play it every time they are, they're evolving. And I'm like, I've heard this like 70 times over the last five episodes. <laughs> okay, so it's not just the English one that does that then, too. Yeah. No, but it's the same thing. It's like, I, I was too patient with that when I was a kid, but now I have no patience. So I'm like sitting there, it's like, stop, please. <laughs> I don't need to see this every time. <laughs> yeah, in terms, uh, from what I can tell, in terms of the TV shows, they're they're kind of equal in what they do, uh, both po- both in the positive and negative, with a lot of rehashing. Uh, yeah. I think these movies, in terms of quality, are night and day. It's just how popular one was over the other at the time. JED, I'm going to have to disagree with you there for the, um, the series being similar, because Digimon actually has a plot that progresses, for the most part, and that has a lot of dark undertones. So, like, if you're looking for an in-depth kid show, Digimon is a place to go to. Yeah. Dude, I... 
again, just to kind of, because I always, I'm going back to the series, but I remember as a kid, um, the, uh, like, the first time, you know, when, uh, I don't know, I forget his name, but when uh, they defeated, uh, like, the uh, the monkey, holy shit, what's his name? Adamon. Adamon, that's the one. The Elvis one, yeah. But <laughs> um, <laughs> they defeat him, and Ty is sent back. Uh, Ty is like sent back into the real world, or like, yeah, that's a hard. That episode is devastating because, like, you look at I it know. and he leaves his sister behind. I know. Like when I was in, when I watched that as a kid, I had like my my stomach was hurting from watching that. I always felt extremely uncomfortable. And then, like, a little bit after that, too, when they all come back to the real world and the yeah, Digimon come there with them, you got that friggin' Myotismon, like, just going around yeah. drinking people's yeah. blood like a vampire. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, there, there's some questionable stuff there for a, kid, for a kid's show. That is for sure. But, like, even But still, if you're a kid, would you even pick up on those things? Not necessarily, no. But not necessarily, do. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's got a lot of adult stuff in it. Like, if you go and watch it now that you're older and you know to look out for these things, like, the show, dude, is kind of effed up. You got one of those fucking people that, that are just walking the street like a fucking, like a stalker. He's got the trench coat and hat and everything. He's just like, <laughs> watching people. It's like, what the hell is this guy? Well, he just wants to flash his penis. <laughs> he's, a, he's a robot. <laughs> robot penis, whatever. You said we had to do, um, what was it? Uh, friggin' metal, my, uh, metal. Something. God, like what that. the frig is his name? Yeah. It's the, the blue dude, and it's like on the Eiffel Tower looking thing. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Like, there's, there's a lot of that. And even still, like, something that I really appreciate for as much as I hate stuck in it or stuck in another world kind mm-hmm. of shows now. Like, Digimon did a pretty good job. That, and it does that thing that I really like. It's first you have the Digidestins obviously being sent into the uh, digital But they eventually get out, and then they take the Digimon with them back into the real world. I kind of like that, you know, at first it's them trying to get familiar, familiarize themselves with this weird digital world. And then after a certain, uh, certain point, it's flipped. That was the Digimon trying to get used to the real world. Mm-hmm. That's like, it's interesting. And then, like, even after the first season ends, like, two of the main eight come back for season two because their work's not done there, and it pretty much picks up where it left off. Yeah, they were also very young when the first season took when Digimon wanted to play, so they're technically just yeah. the right age now. Yeah, <laughs> and then, like, in season two, they've got the um the Digimon Emperor there, and it's just, like, it's interesting seeing what people can do to affect the Digimon in that world if somebody figures out how to reprogram them and use them for yeah. evil. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was interesting. I that's like because I mean the first season, I like the first season, but kind of the whole, the whole Black Gear situation was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, so did. you guys yeah, definitely did. gravitate towards the uh, towards Digimon over Pokemon. Oh, I yeah. love them both though, because Digimon's got like a lot more things to talk about in it. Okay, Corey. Yeah, no, I I very much uh, gravitate towards uh, towards Digimon. I don't love it as much as I used to, but like, I'm just so done with Pokemon. I mean, uh, Pokemon's yeah, definitely worn should... over the years for sure. Yeah, yeah, it has. It's like pretty much just keeps repeating its story. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, dude, if you want to talk to someone about Digimon, like in a future episode, invite Andrew on because he can go like just him and I have done a um review for Digimon Adventure Try on his podcast. But I've listened to that just, episode. Yeah, he. He can go on and on and on and on and on. <laughs> and if we both like going to talk about Digimon Man, like we can get into in-depth conversations about that show. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I agree. Like, there, there's absolutely, there's a lot to pick up on. That's why, like, even as a kid, I, I always kind of got to know when people like, oh, yeah, Digimon, that's just that Pokemon. And I'm like, <laughs> there's so much more to it, though. <laughs> yeah, there is. It's it's probably a better show. It just doesn't get recognized by a lot of people. Yeah. I think I think it just came out a year too late. That was it. Pretty that's much, yeah. Funny. Yeah. Uh, a lot, a lot of shows fall in that line. Just uh, a show we're going to talk about uh, in a couple weeks might be a victim of that same same instance. Um, so foreshadowing, yeah, foreshadowing for the next episode. So uh, I am going to say my opinion here. I think between the two movies, Digimon the movie was vastly better than Pokemon the first movie, uh, easily. And yeah. if I was to base watching. Uh, the TV series, based on these two movies that uh, we more or less just um, briefed over, I would continue Digimon over Pokemon. Do it. Yeah. That's my take. Oh, all right. Uh, see, my problem, my problem with this, because I am kind of having to compare a movie I watched as a child to a movie I watched fairly recently. Um, so... I liked Pokemon, uh, the first movie, when I watched it as a kid. Uh, even when I rewatched it, I liked it a lot. I War Games is fine, but like I keep joking about it being like a uh, being like a, an attempt uh, an attempt at Summer Wars, which was later perfected, <laughs> um, and that kind of that kind of bothered me the entire way through. It's fine for a forty minute movie, but. I don't really like it that much. Well, what so, did you find wrong with it? Was it just too uh, much too fast? I mean, the best, the best answer I can give you is like, it's me, it's me now as an adult trying to watch a kid's movie. Yeah, okay, that's so Right, right, right. Well, grown movies. It's like, there's, there is this kind of just like, this isn't meant for me anymore. <laughs> All right, so this is what you do. Next time you watch a kid's show, all you have to do is hit your nuts really hard. Oh, let's, JD, JD, JD. <laughs> you don't I like know, where this is going? <laughs> no, because I know you're, you're the shonen fan. I, I understand that these are things you have to deal with to still be able to watch this. Well, yeah, every time, but every, every Sunday night before I watch the Black Clover dub, I hit my nuts really hard. I lock myself in the closet for, for about 10 minutes. No, nothing more, nothing less. It has to be pure dark. And then... I can watch Black Co Clover. How's the dub? Is it as bad as a sub? Uh, it's you can watch it. <laughs> the manga is pretty good. Like the manga is pretty good. <laughs> oh god, I'm getting sick. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, this isn't about Black Clover. <laughs> Everything's about Black Clover. <laughs> Shut up. We're going to talk about the Black Clover of the '90s, okay? <laughs> Ooh, is it? Is it? <laughs> I mean, it's bad, so... <laughs> um, so, yeah, you guys, so you prefer the Pokemon movie, do you, Tori? Uh, yeah, based on my nostalgia for the Pokemon movie, yes, I do. <laughs> do, I, do I have to pick one? Because, like, it's weird for me. I love Digimon, and I love Pokemon. So we got a comment for from our host that isn't present. He says, "Why am I hitting my balls?" <laughs> the answer to that, and the response is, "Why would you not?" Is the answer. 
<laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. But look, uh, I guess if I have to pick one of them, I'm going to go with Digimon because I'm just in complete agreement with JD. It is just a better movie. And if you bought that on DVD when it came out, it actually came with three movies on it. Yeah. One of them, Tori, you might be interested in, which is the actual story of um, uh, Ty and Kari when they were kids when they found the Digi Egg in the computer. Yeah. No, I I know I know of them. I'm uh, <laughs> not that interested, really. It's uh, Fair enough. Like I said, that kind of thing, it, it annoyed me because I'm sitting there and I was like, so which movie is War Game? And it's, it's like, oh yeah, that, that one. And it's like, but what about Digimon the movie one? It's like, what the fuck is Digimon the, or Digimon the first movie? And I look it up and it's like, there are three Digimon the first movie? What the fuck? <laughs> like, no, it's one movie. Not confused at all, right? <laughs> like, Why would you do that? <laughs> on the, um, on the DVD before you even like start the first movie, like first movie part one, I guess. Um, there's a freaking Angela Anaconda short where they're going to go and watch Digimon the movie. <laughs> I don't know why it's there, but it's a uh, Angela Anaconda is it, it's a show. Yeah. I, All right, guys. You know, whatever. I hate I hate American localization. Well, why don't we uh, why don't we move on and uh, get to the end of this end of this uh, cast with a review of Slayers? What do you guys say? No. <laughs> Absolutely well, not. I say, yes. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry for this. I'm, I'm I don't. I don't put this against you. Like I said I watched this for my quest, so I've already. I had already inflicted this pain upon my. What is your quest? Just out of curiosity. Uh, so that again. What is your quest? Just out of curiosity. What was my quest? Yes. Okay. My my quest is just. Uh, what I did was I absolutely did not steal JD's idea. And um, <laughs> what I did was I started, I went to watch anime from like the past all the way up until today's date. No, not today's date, but like 2018 uh, or 2017 when I started. But so what I did was like I went back to the uh, 70s and just picked anime, uh, one anime from, well, at least one anime from every year uh, from the 70s up until today. And I'm watching so, through uh, everything. Out of all the things you could have picked from the year of Slayers, why'd you pick Slayers? Uh, because I've heard people talk about Slayers for a long time, and I was just like, curious. I thought people could recommend me a good show, because everyone was like, ah, Slayers was good. So I'm like, yeah, and I'm watching, and I'm like, it's really? <laughs> so, <clears throat> Slayers. Thank you, Jay, for the suggestion, by the way. <laughs> uh, let's skip this segment and get on to the shout-outs and stuff. <laughs> uh, produced by JC Staff, Studio ENG Films did it. It's an adventure comedy demon magic fantasy, so plenty of genres for everybody. A comedy, all right. I, they, Definitely a comedy. Well, okay, here's... here's uh, just stop me immediately. So what is demon as a genre? <laughs> Like, are we talking like the TV show Supernatural, or are we talking like... <laughs> it's like, it's one of those things like, oh, there's a demon. Well, yeah, no, I get that, but like, how is that, does that make it a genre? <laughs> um, yes. So, uh, glad I answered that. <laughs> the source is a light novel of all things. Of course. <laughs> 26 episodes, TV show, aired in spring of 1995, and kind of a cult classic these days. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a cult. So let me just let me just go over. It's definitely a cult. Let me go over the synopsis here via the my anime list. 
powerful sorceress Lena Inverse travels around the world, stealing treasures from bandits who cross her path. Only once, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Her latest victim, a band of thieves, wait in ambush in a forest, thirsting for revenge because she stole shit from them and killed a bunch yep. of them. She sure uh, when Lena is about to effort, effortlessly pummel her would-be attackers, the swordsman, the gallant swordsman, I might add, Gal- Gowry Gabriev suddenly announces his presence. Presidents. <laughs> presence uh, wants to save the damsel, damsel in distress. Bit of a meatbag. Uh, we'll get into him later. Assuming Lena to be a foolish, magnetic man, confronts the brigands, rescue her. After defeating them post-haste, the oblivious... Cavalier decides to escort Lena to Atlas City, though not very keen on this idea, she ends up accepting his offer. Because reasons. However, without realizing it, Lena has chanced upon a mighty magical item amongst her spoils from the bandits, and two mysterious men are hunting her to get it, to get it from her. And that's more or less kind of the first arc to go into Slayers. Uh, arc 1. Um, Holy crap. Uh, well, I've put it, it's really just two arcs, you know, your first half of the show, second half of the show, season one, season two, essentially. Um, arc one, I, I've, I've separated the 26 episodes into four pieces. Uh, arc one was the introduction of Lena Inverse and her dumb galleant soldier-in-arms gallery uh, to fighting um, Zegalos, or, no, Zelgatus. Oh, I'm sorry. Zelgatus and uh, his henchmen over a statue containing the Philosopher's Stone. Oh, Jay, it's like, you don't even care about this show. <laughs> <laughs> he obviously uh, cares more than we do. He's put it into four different arcs. <laughs> uh. So, what did, what did you think about, what was your initial impressions over uh, over our two main characters here? Uh, Lena and Gowry. Hate them. You hate them? <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> what do you hate about them? <sighs> what do I hate about them? Well, because, <laughs> see, here's the thing. I would have to say because Gowry is a fucking retard and because Lena is annoying as hell. But ultimately, they're both pretty stupid. So I, can, I feel like I can put that down to both of them. But, you know, obviously, Lena, she's a genius because, well, she's the protagonist. The protagonist has to be a genius. You know, she doesn't act like it at all. Ever. Did you know she has small tits? Did you know she looked like a child? No, I didn't. Because in this first act, they sure let you know that over and over again. (laughs) Are you trying to say that this is one of those shows that think that repeating the same joke (laughs) over and over and over again is funny? Did you know that Gallery is dumb and he has a short, very terrible short-term memory? Jay, what did you think about our our two characters? Uh, Jay, what did you think? What did you think about uh, Lena and Gowry upon first impression? Yep, they're definitely characters. Okay, are they? <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> so, as we learned very fast, uh, there is there is somewhat of a story here, um, and it's progressing yeah. for the most part. But as for character development, um, no. <laughs> Who needs character development? All you need to know is they are currently located in somewhere. Atlas City. <laughs> well, Probably in this case. Not, but yeah, they're somewhere. <laughs> they're somewhere. 
and they're trying to get to somewhere. And along the way, they want food. They do uh, want they're food. They're always hungry, and Lena can eat her fill like Goku from Dragon Ball Z. So That's another thing I hate Dragon about this show. Got it. It's got freaking Dragon Ball Z sound effects in it. <laughs> <laughs> they talk to the same guy. Nice. Yeah, so, um, so Zalgatus, Zalgatus and the henchmen basically uh, confront Lena, and uh, Lena at first is re- really sly and comes across as a smart girl and very... Uh... <laughs> yeah, she likes to people, and yeah, she actually does. She's kind of smart at the start of it. Yeah, uh, she, you know, Gallery comes and she's like, all right, that's... Uh... I'll use this opportunity to take advantage of the guy, and and I'll just use him for what he's worth, and then I'll ditch him later. Uh, they end up getting kind of. Oh. Jedi, just throwing this out there as a side plot. Okay. Is she smart compared to Gallery? Oh, well, everyone's smart compared to Gallery. <laughs> if you can remember what you had for dinner, then you're good. <laughs> um, Zalgadis so God, so wants to buy it. He uh, and um. They end up having a, a confrontations uh, in in episodic form of them fighting against each other. Uh, but moving on, Arc Two then goes into uh, they get to a new town and they meet Rezo the Red Red Priest. He's one of I guess top three sorcerers on the planet. He mysteriously disappeared, um, but yet he shows up conveniently now because of Lena being chased by this guy, and he tells her of Zelgatis wanting to uh, use um, the Philosopher's Stone to bring back the big bad evil demon that will destroy the world called Shabernigno. Shabernigdo. And by the way, oh, these was... names in the show is re- are ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, we, we probably should have mentioned that there was like a demon that was unkillable that was split into like eight pieces. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, that, no. They don't mention that until just this moment, though. When Rezo shows huh. up, he kind Never of mind. says I all that. I, I I thought it happened earlier than this. Never mind. Yeah, no, they happens. don't. They, I don't think they mentioned Shabernigno until just that moment. And in uh, in 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 form of the show, what they what they always seem to do is when you need to know pieces of information, here's Gallery just going, "I've never heard of it." And Lena's like, "You've never heard of the uh, the the evil demon villain that everyone's parents used to tell children growing up?" And he's like, "Eh, it sounds familiar. Why don't you just inform me?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He is used to inform the audience. That's why he's retarded. That's weird hearing. All your time. It, it's weird hearing Brock though as a retard instead of the guy that knows everything. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or the other the other thing they'll do is in this case when Rezo shows up and talks about Shabernigdo, uh, Lena will respond with Shabernigdo and then go into the whole history of him as she's like telling Rezo like he's never heard of him <laughs> heard of him before. Plot twist. <laughs> she's kind of smart. That's a plot twist. <laughs> well, actually, I don't. no. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll definitely get there. So. Uh, the rest of the arc is um, f- newsflash. Rezo turns out to be the bad guy, and Zalgatis oh. turns out to be the good guy. Really? Really? Whoa. Uh, Rezo wants to see. See, here, here's the thing, guys. He wants to see really, really bad. Okay, follow me what, so is he far. Blind or something? Yeah, he's like blind. What? Like, like totally, totally not seen. <laughs> 
Come on. Yeah, I mean, they got magic and stuff there. I'm sure they can heal. So his Don't brilliant idea, because he's mad, it wants to yeah. wants to see stuff. Um, yeah. He wants to use the Philosopher's Stone and get the power of the demon that will destroy the world that will totally not betray him or kill him or any way or have any repercussions. Yeah, no, no, no. Just so he can if see. Harry Potter told me anything. It's going to be fine. Yeah, he'll be fine, right? Uh, he's not fine. <laughs> he, uh, he gets absorbed by the demon, and Lena and Gowry and Zelgatus and company, uh, uh, fight him. Uh, I was actually surprised when the henchman just got straight up vaporized by Shabernigdo. Like, you just die. Just bam. Gone. Yep. <laughs> I was like, cool. I was I was really expecting them to come back, come back at any point in the series in the future, so, but it never happened. Just, just out of curiosity, because I know that you're enjoying the start of this show. How far was it until you realized that it was crap? Uh, when we met Amelia. Uh, okay. Justice! <laughs> <laughs> I am the warrior! that will stand upon this tree for the for the name of justice <laughs> i fucking called it as well when she was standing there like she's probably gonna like fucking land on her face when she jumps down from that tree she did <laughs> i'm like yeah i'm not even surprised that you can't even get so, Tori, how, fucking jokes <laughs> how um how long did it take tori to realize this show was crap uh episode one <laughs> episode good one man, oh come on man. episode one wasn't bad yeah, it was. Uh, so I, mean, I watched like the first, I want to say, fifteen episodes in a matter of just a few days. Oh, uh, you poor, poor man. And then, um, and then it took a while after that. <laughs> when, when you say a while, what, what is a while? Uh, it took me the rest of like the two weeks. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's not that bad. Because I remember, like, when I was sitting in the airport waiting for my flight, you were like, this show's really good. I don't know why you don't like it. I'm like, just wait. Just, just wait. <laughs> uh, what, 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 threw, what threw me off was, okay, so, Ark, um, yeah, they beat Shabernigno because uh, Lena gets crazy demon summoning magic powers, and they combine with the power of believing, and they beat him, and they're like, whoo, that was a close one. Moving on. Next arc. <laughs> It almost seems somewhat convenient, doesn't it? Uh, the no. show is built on 100% convenience. Nah, there's no convenience here. Everything is so... carefully planned out by Elena Inverse because she's a genius. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> she has this amazing... Oh, oh, my God. I forgot to mention that uh, there, there, there was a line in, the, <laughs> in an episode where they're escaping Zelgatis and, uh, and Lena all of a sudden can't really use her powers anymore and Gowrie goes that time of the month right oh yeah <laughs> yeah because when a woman has her period in the show she can't use magic anymore <laughs> i am so why I, mean, I guess like you it's not like you're not allowed to do that but it's just like for what fucking purpose? <laughs> because Tori, a woman having her period, is hilarious. No, I know. I laugh every time. But like, <laughs> uh, okay. The thing is that the Norse mission fight. 
fucking yeah, no, she has her period, so she is now she is now useless. Well, great. What is this going to be used for? Well, it's going to be used for so that she can be captured and then get freed. Interesting. <laughs> Indeed. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I forget when Gal. It's discovered that Gallery's sword he's been carrying around is actually the legendary sword of light. Um, just again convenient that he ha- that this dumbass has this ancient weapon that's killed uh he a just crazy a cra- about it okay <laughs> a crazy demon uh called something or another xanifer xanifer that's what it's called um that comes into play later actually uh so arc three you meet amelia the fighter of justice believes in justice 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 uh but wait it falls out of trees but wait when they get to town uh where amelia's from uh there's a bunch of wanted posters out for Lena and Gallery, and uh, uh, let me start off by saying here that um, they probably should have wanted posters around because they've like they've killed they they've committed murder and blown up towns along the way. Mm-hmm. They should be wanted, right? Yeah. But then when I thought about it again. Well, maybe they're not wanted because anyone that's seen them probably doesn't live to tell the tell the tale. <laughs> probably not. Uh, and then, so uh, these two like dudes show up and they want to uh, capture them and take them to uh, a town called Cyrag. Uh, and Lena and Gowry want to go there anyways to find out why they are wanted. So, from this point on until I want to say, like, the last five episodes is more or less like a Saturday morning cartoon fighting show. Just to see what the fuck is going on. Uh, Very slow. Next time on Slayers. Yeah, it was very much in that that realm. But I thought it was more along the line of kind of like this Scooby-Doo nonsense going on all the time with, with the constant puns and joking and... (laughs) <laughs> and like the running back and forth between doors and just coming out of random places doesn't yeah matter. that's exactly what it reminded me of I'm like okay it's not if I was like 10 or 13 like this I'd be all over this 30 years old maybe not so much <laughs> all downhill from here <sighs> oh god Tori what did you what, did, what were you going through at this point when you met Amelia of all people Oh, I mean, like I said, I was just like, okay, we have a champion of justice. Interesting. Uh, she's probably going to fall on her face. She does. And then <laughs> I'm, uh, and it's like, okay, so she's, uh, so I'm just, uh, oh, so she's just going to be the annoying character that follows them around everywhere because she's the champion of justice. But then, of course, the one, the posters appear, and she's like, like well, I gotta capture you now because you're bad. I'm that that shit justice. was funny. I thought that was pretty funny, though. <laughs> she immediately switches sides. Yeah. <laughs> nah, not really. I'm just saying that. It's like, oh, okay. So she's not gonna follow around. Then they find the Mexican. Why would we be bad? And I, I love that. Why would we be bad? And she just lists up a whole bunch of reasons for the bad shit they've done just when she was there. And it's like, okay, but like, ignore that. <laughs> Yeah, they're not bad people. They're not murderers. They're not thieves. Have we ever killed anyone? Yes. Well, apart from the time we did. Have we ever killed anyone? What about that other time? That doesn't count. (laughs) It was self-defense, I swear. 
What have we ever done that's so bad? Well, you've wiped out towns, you've murdered people, you've steal, you steal, you like, okay, 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 I get it, I get it. You've skipped out on your bill. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure they did countless times. I never saw them actually pay for anything. I know Lena did at least yeah. I know Lena did at least once. It's <laughs> like gone. Um, alright, so then, uh, so they get to, they get to Syrad, uh, and this is arc four. They, they meet Gowrie's, like, childhood friend named Silphiel, but of course he has trouble remembering her. What he does remember is she used to cook food for him. <laughs> That's important. That's important, because woman. <laughs> yeah, so the show's based around food. Uh, there's a lot of food, a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of food being, being taken in to the, the, the belly tummies. It's so food wars. You uh, you also meet Shoku a crazy woman named Eris, who loved Rezo, loved him so much that she made a copy of him. Woo! And not she's also a sorceress chick. Not rapey at all. Um, it's fine. She's a woman. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> ba basically, she took copied Rezo and like spread the rumors that oh, they actually did all this, and everyone's like, well, I mean. This guy Rezo's a good source. There's no, you know, no ID on him or anything. He just says he's Rezo, so uh, wanted posters everywhere. All right, cool, whatever. Um, Lena, Lena and company want uh, break into like the castle area and they want to find Rezo's legacy. Uh, they don't know what it is, but they go down a bunch of stairs for a while. They end up coming across a, a stone magic tablet and a chicken, talking chicken. Um, chicken's not important. Nah. So. Uh, the the chicken does have a line though that says when they do find the magic tablet and it like conveniently falls into their hands the chicken does say the line I cracked up at this why does everything just conveniently fall into these idiots hands <laughs> because the show's bad <laughs> so uh, Eris steals the tablet and then Rezo betrays her because he wants to be a real boy he doesn't want to be a copy and uh, uh, I, I can get, I can get behind that. I do want to be a real boy. Sure, sure, yeah. He, you know, he doesn't want. No woman's gonna keep this guy down. Exactly. And and yeah, when yeah. when she copied him, <laughs> she also made him blind. <laughs> get on. You're right. That, that is actually kind of fucked up. Why would you make him blind? Yeah, like you think that if you're gonna make a copy of someone and like. Yeah, that is really effed up. No, nah, she loved everything about him, including the fact that he... <laughs> including the fact that he couldn't see her. <laughs> you need to be blind. Yeah. Like that. Well, apparently, though, the whole thing was, uh, over, like, because he was a copy, he was under her power, so then when the stone was, was gotten, uh, get gotten, he, um, he betrays her, and, uh, frickin' just straight up kills her, blood everywhere, uh, Gotti. Yeah, Gotti. <laughs> and Rezo absorbs uh there there's like the demon Xanifer like in the area, I guess, just hanging out, and he absorbs this demon now. And if you remember, Xanifer was the supposed demon that the Sword of Light killed. Uh Speaking of Sword of Light. Okay. No, nothing. Okay. Well, um <laughs> big battle ensues, no one can stop. Uh, copy Rezo. Uh, even 
there's a point where Lena gets uh, shot with like a la- uh, big laser beam thing through her stomach and she basically dies, but the power of believing and friendship and under a tree. Um, like- Sylphiel heals her. Uh, a couple comedy elements like bangs her head against the tree and whatnot. Uh, and a sword magically falls into their head and it's the blessed sword where here's another moment um, when she goes, oh, the sword, this is the sword I stole from like the church when I was two and then I hid it in the tree and then just didn't admit to hiding it there and then I forgot about it. But here it is now, yay! Mm-hmm. Convenient. Convenient and um, Not at all. of course they use that, you know, they, they, they do a bunch of uh, magical powers in the sword and kill Capirezzo with with the uh, the demon in him. No, but don't you remember? He was afraid of that tree. That's why he didn't get close to it. Right, of course. <laughs> That's very important. <laughs> That's why they spare him to the fucking tree. Can we end this now? Like, Slayers, we're done, right? So, uh, I thought everything was okay at best from the music to animation. I was... The animation was awful. <laughs> it, I think for 1995, it was okay at best. Yeah, I was going to say, for 90s animation, it was fine. Uh, I, I hate it. It's been better at 90s animation. <laughs> like what? Like everything. Everything does in this. <laughs> like everything. <laughs> <laughs> for, a show, oh, for a shonen-type nice. show, I thought, I thought it, it did. It, I, th- I, th- I think animation-wise, yeah. Uh, yeah, they used a lot of rehashing, such as when she was casting spells. Uh, yeah. They, you yeah. know, they obviously cut corners with a lot of like facial expressions and the doofy little just dots for eyes. Uh, but that was very '90s at the time. Like Tenchi Muyo did it a lot of the time. Yu Yu Hakusho had had stuff like that going on. But don't get me wrong, Yu Yu Hakusho was much better animated than this. That's for sure. That was three years before this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apart from those things, uh, those couple of moments, but yes. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, what'd you feel about the character art? Uh, even even if it was from the mid mid nineties, guys, it's unique. Like there's nothing that looks like it, which is kind of cool. Uh, well, before this, the closest character art I could think about was the middle arcs of Yu Hakusho. But no, like for for a fantasy type show, I couldn't really, I can't really pinpoint anything that comes to mind around the time that reminded me of the character. I thought it was very unique as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. Did the uh, did the constant puns and and cheese jokes from start to finish wear on you? Like, how fast did it wear on you? Was it immediate? I mean, considering the fact that I didn't laugh a single time, yes. I didn't find the joke funny the first time. I sure as hell didn't find it funny the hundredth time. See, I, I I noticed something when I was watching it that uh, in in each of the like four arcs, the the cheese I thought was uh, was they they chose something else to do that to each time. Like once arc one was done, we never heard about Lena having small tits or her period happening anymore. It went on to something else. Until uh, season two, that is. Well, I'm sure that I'm sure they, you know, got to remind the the new viewers coming in (laughs) in case you forgot. Uh, But Um, we're just talking about season one here. Um, I thought, Tori, I'm curious. Did you watch the English voice acting or the the subtitles? Of course, I didn't watch the English voice acting. 
why would I do such a thing? <laughs> what about you, Jay? What did you What did you watch? Dub. Dub. dub I also watched experience. the dub. The, the, what did you think of the dub? I thought the dub was an experience. Like I said, interesting hearing Brock play a dumb character. <laughs> uh, I liked. I like Lena. I liked. I really like Lena as a character. I think she's fun. Um, I think I think a female lead. Uh, you know, it was always kind of Gallery seemed to be the the damsel in distress, or she would use him. Uh, I like that about her. the The voice acting I thought was okay. It was very eighties, nineties of it. Uh, it was very much in the same realm of you, Hakusho's kind of dub. The che- but, but but because there was so much cheese in the show, it made it made the voice acting seem not as good. If that makes any sense. Hmm. So bad voice acting. Um, there were two characters. <laughs> there were there were always there was there. Okay, so there there were two characters always at at some point going on in the show where the voice acting that they were using for the characters, such as Zelgatus, he's the best example because he's a recurring character throughout the season. Is he talks he talks really low and soft and kind of monotone and you don't really hear him too well and rezo was the same way um he's his voice actor i i swear changed in the second half of the show and then huh excuse me probably did probably, probably did, did yeah he the original guy that got it probably couldn't even be asked show up anymore <laughs> i quit and then sylphiel uh the the girl we meet at the end end of the show she was a lo- she was a real soft low talker and kind of a a ditzy girl character. She she played that kind of damsel in distress type person. She talked really low, so I don't know what the 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 deal was with the the low the low toned voice voice acting. In the were they, were they uh, voice acting well. recorded from inside their? From- <laughs> they were inside a car, most likely. <laughs> okay, even better. Uh, all yeah. right. So here's the big question: What would have made this better for you guys? If it was good. <laughs> Please elaborate. Humor me. Oh, uh, well, uh, you know what? I don't know. Like, it's the, just the. I'm not a. I'm not a mark for this kind of thing. Shonen, like fantasy, adventure, repeat comedy, just. Slapstick. Uh, that's that's not me. So it's like the only thing I say. If this to make this show better for me, you have to make a completely different show. Hmm. <laughs> I think now you see me out here because this might not be popular, but amp the craziness up like by another ten percent, maybe twenty percent, <laughs> and then throw in like randomly. You look up and bam, there's a big dude in the sky and there's like dice landing and bam, it's a D&D campaign, a very poorly written D&D campaign. <laughs> but why would you rather just watch Record of Lotus War then? Like, come on. So that, that, was, that was definitely yeah, something the show reminded me of. This, this show is stupid enough to be a really bad D&D campaign. Yeah, but that Record of Lotus War is a D&D campaign. <laughs> yeah, but Record of Lotus War is actually kind of good. Yeah. yeah, but that's the point. I thought that was what we were what we were suggesting. All right, we're trying to fix the show, and I'm breaking it even more. Sorry, right. my bad. <laughs> I'm sticking with the day and day idea. I, I think lay off on a lot of the repeated jokes, 
uh, for sure. Um, I think of the time, like, you know, the small tits and the whole period. The period thing, like, really took caught me by surprise. I was like, no. I was joking in my head. I was like, ha, she's on her period. And then that was actually the thing that happened. So the it show... Kind of, it just sort of happens, doesn't it? Like, yeah. Yeah, so a lot, a lot of jokes like that thrown in there really really catch you by surprise and they don't really have any business even being a joke in the first place uh that happens quite a lot of the times i don't think i think gallery is a character like i i like i didn't hate the show by any means but I, i'm more than willing to admit that it's not good <laughs> uh, i'm disappointed that you didn't hate it join the join us join <laughs> us join us well as you guys as tori knows uh, as you'll learn, Jay, with me, is I like Shonen Trash. <laughs> so this was right trash. up my alley. <laughs> I also like Shonen Trash, but this isn't good trash. This is the kind of trash that needs to get put in the bin and taken away. <laughs> um, I found a lot to have fun with the show. I, I, th I, I think the goal of the show was to just have a fun romp. As, as you said, it was kind of like a D&D &D adventure. It was just a fantasy adventure game, almost like an RPG. It's like, hey, go do this thing and beat the dungeon boss. Yeah, and you're that guy. The guy who's telling the story. That's that one dude just conveniently every time something comes up. Yeah, but see, I have this secret sword of destruction that can take out this enemy. Since when? Since the start. Well, that's all. Like, <laughs> so, so it's things like that where. Just little, so instead of having an episodic kind of nuance episode, maybe they could have spent that actually getting the thing that's going to help them. Um, like if they would, if they would, if they were running away from being attacked and they, 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 they stumble into a cave, uh, then they find said item. Like just doing, just doing simple things like that, I think would have made this a lot better. Instead of just oh we we magically found this thing that will that will continue the plot for reasons convenient to this moment, yeah. But then it wouldn't be funny, JD. Well, that's not like those parts wasn't funny when that happened because they weren't. That wasn't the comedic push of the show. The the oh I would say that is very much Joe was trying to push us as comedy. What the convenience the convenience of everything. Yeah, they literally make a joke of it in the goddamn show itself. It's not everything. Well, at the at the end, that was them. the chicken. Just be like, oh, everything falls conveniently know, into these idiots' the, hands. That's the point. That was the, the author taking the piss out of his own work, dude? <laughs> <sighs> so take. I'm saying, take that out and have them actually have a reason. Like, have a reason to have the sword of light instead of just saying, oh, my family has has always had this. Uh, you know, just just taking that little extra day. step would it would have made a a, a miles difference for the show. Uh, I think laying off on Amelia's kind of, which they kind of did at the end of the show because she she was kind of in the background a lot of the times. Um, you or know, the realize. whole champion of justice thing and the I, I did like the occasional joke of of certain characters that they'd run across because you wouldn't hear that all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I had a lot more fun with the show than than you guys definitely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the sounds of it. 
Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like you you had a better time than us. I did. I really like Lena Inverse. I, 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 I really like her as a character. And even Gallery kind of... Uh, Gallery and Amelia... Um, Zogatis I didn't give a shit about from day one. Just some dude there hanging out, essentially. Um, but so, the those three main characters, the, the three per- people that cast, that talked the most, they did grow on me. Uh-huh. Tori, I think that Jay just likes trash. I know he likes trash. Well, the first step is to admitting you <laughs> like trash, and all everything that you are is trash. So I, I, admit, I, to, I admit to the trash that I like, but this is not it. <laughs> <laughs> are we ready to score this thing and, and call it a day? Or do you guys got yeah, anything no, else to say about Slayers? It's bad. There you no, go. I'm done. Okay. I didn't really say much, because everything I was going to say, Tori, was already said, but okay. yeah. So I'll just I'll just go first with the score since I've already said all the things uh, why I enjoyed the show. Uh, I still only gave it a six out of ten despite my positivity with the show. Uh, you know it, it could have easily been a seven. No way in hell is it an eight. But um, the show isn't good. It, it's it has a lot to do. <sighs> it, it has a lot of work to do in in too many areas. Um, but I don't think it's average. I think uh, what it did for the time, um, it served its purpose. So six out of ten. Who I wants might. to go next? I mean, I can go next. Uh, so at the end of this, I decided to give this the score of a five. Now, I could easily give this a lower score because I fucking hate the show. Uh, <laughs> however, <laughs> the, thing, the thing with me is. Like I like I've said before, I can give shows bad scores because I just dis- because I dislike it. I do give shows bad scores because I dislike it quite a- quite often actually. And when I say bad scores, I mean even as far down as ones and twos. Uh, but for me, with this show, the problem is just that as much as I don't enjoy it, I can see why people would like this when they were kids and grew up with this, and they're like, "Yeah, this was funny to me." I understand. Fair enough. But I don't like it. I hate it. Therefore, <laughs> five. Because five is that score that I give, I give everything and I just sit down and at the end of it I go, I don't care. I don't care about this show. <laughs> but it seems like you did care about this show. You cared to hate it. Thinking back on it, yeah. When I was watching <laughs> it, no. When I was done watching it, I just went and did something. You're right, Tori. If, if, I, if, I, if I was a kid watching the show... Holy crap, I'd, I'd have so much nostalgia goggles for it all day. Dude, I could see, I, even myself, if I watched this when I was 10, I could see myself easily just sitting there like laughing at everything. Ah, that is so silly! Now, hell no. <laughs> you guys are giving me a very interesting... Slip it, it's like you slapping your leg. Oh my god, that gallery. So dumb, that guy. <laughs> it's funny how he doesn't remember anything. Now I'm like, now I'm saying this, I know people like this in real life and he's annoying. <laughs> go on jay i was gonna say like after you guys saying that like it actually gave me something to think about because like people would have watched this as a kid and thought it was good yeah yeah just but just put I it guess... put it in the same light as like the pokemon like like uh, yeah, or yeah, even what sure. or what tori said with digimon like as an adult yeah maybe it's not not as good but as a kid like you're just gonna love the show for sure for sure but I didn't watch it as a kid, did I? I watched it as an adult. No, you didn't. 
We all did. We all did. I'm going to give it a 5 out of 10. We're all around the same score, so that's good. And you guys hated the show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah. it's not the worst piece of crap that I've watched, but it's up there. It is not Aeromanga Sensei, I agree. It's not the worst piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> if there was incense in the... Incense. God damn it. There is incense. <laughs> if there was incest in the show, would it get a lower score? Or a higher one? You know what, that completely depends on how, what, what they do with it. <laughs> That's right, we haven't seen seasons two and three. <laughs> we haven't. Also, just to, just to, you know, just to kind of uh, get Hickey's thoughts in here as well, because, you know, Hickey isn't here, so obviously this is not as bad. It could have been worse. It could have been, uh, it could have been a smartphone, whatever the fuck that is called. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> in another world with a smartphone. It was certainly not that. Someone needs, someone needs to say that. It says, Hickey isn't here. I'm going to have to do it. Uh, all righty. So, uh, Jay, why don't you do one last plug, and then uh, then we can uh, we can get out of here. Okie dokie. Um, well, I've been Jay Sawyer from the SmackDown podcast, like I said at the start. We do weekly wrestling week, uh, recaps. recaps. Um, best of the Super Juniors on at the moment. JD, have you seen much of that? I've seen almost all of it so far. I'm almost caught up. It's a really freaking good tournament. Mm-hmm. really good but yeah um, like I said before though it's because it's unfortunate that WWE exists and mostly we just cover New Japan Ring of Honor um, WWE because there's just way too much indie wrestling out there and occasionally when I buy random ass indie pay-per-views we cover that as well so if you got some time and like wrestling come over and listen to myself and Corey Gold recap of the week and hey JD's there sometimes too I sure am uh, so this has been the Red Leaf Retrocast, episode 25 of the Worldwide Weebs. Uh, we're over, we're well over 50 episodes of the RLR in total. Uh, go check us out, uh, Podbean, iTunes. Go leave a review uh, for us to read on the podcast. Uh, we, we've uh, gotten quite a few in the last few weeks. Um, thank you for that. It really gets the the podcast further out there. Uh, still under review for Spotify. You, the podcast can also be found uh, Stitcher, Smart Radio. Um, Google Play and many others uh, every episode is now live uh, streamed assuming the internet works uh, via Bowling JD on Twitch Mixer and uh, and the YouTube page links are all in the below all, all, all in the description below and if you want to send an email the email is also in the description there for any questions or suggestions for whatever podcast you listen to be that the anime which you've been listening to here Retro Gaming uh, just put out an episode over Vehicular Combat uh, we also have a wrestling section, which, Jay, we will welcome you on in the future, uh, for sure. And then Modern Gaming, which the next episode will cover May, which will be State of Decay 2, Detroit Become Human, and Bloodstained Curse of uh, uh, Curse of the Moon. So, this has been Red Leaf Retrocast. Thank you for listening, and we are outie. Peace. See you.